This week on Face Off Hockey Show. Uh, hey, Toronto won. How about that? Hey, Boston lost. How about that? Hey, Lyle and an inanimate object are tied up after one round. How about that? Uh, and it's a Tuesday show, if you're listening now. It's kind of weird. We'll talk about it in a bit. It's Face Off Hockey Show. Right now. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. Choose your command. You have chosen the face-off hockey show. I mean, hockey is my life. I've got on hockey underwear right now. The face-off hockey show. What? With Scotty Waz. Sean O. And the P-Boys. Johnny, Johnny and Mark, Mark with the C. Yeah, baby. Here's your host for the Face Off Hockey Show, Scotty Waz. There are a lot of British and Japanese holidays this week. Welcome, it's Face Off Hockey Show. I'm Scotty okay. Waz. There's Johnny P. I'm here. I just flipped my calendar and I noticed that uh, it was May Day yesterday for the UK. Uh-huh. Uh, it is uh, Constitution Memorial Day for Japan on Wednesday, Greenery okay. Day for Japan on we- on Thursday, Greenery uh, Day, Greenery Day, all right, and then Children's Day in Japan on Friday, with Cinco de May happening as well, and the Black Bears start the second round of the playoffs, and Division Final Weekend begins. Uh, it's Finals Week, everybody. It's Finals Week. By the way. Not for nothing. The fact that there were all sweeps except for one that went to a game five. I don't know. I don't know what to make of the. Uh, don't know what to make of the NHL playoffs right now. But we'll move on and onward and upward from there. Um, but Johnny, you had a quiet week. You didn't have hockey. Black Bears sweeped on Wednesday, so it's like, oh, okay. I did have a quiet week. I got to uh, because we did the show last Tuesday, in a very smart move by uh, Sir Scotty Oz. He's been knighted. <laughs> um, I, I bought one of those things online. You can call me Lord now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But that's um, and uh, I got to watch uh, hockey TV, uh, drink a uh, rum and coke or two over three periods, and the Black Bears won, and Ooh. they they swept, and they're going on to the next round, and their games Friday and Saturday, and then it sounds like there's talk. There's probably something occurring. That I would be in Maine next weekend. Okay. Um, Are they really running it? They're waiting like a week until game three and four? Uh, we don't have the schedule fully yet. No. Um, but because it's that long of a trip, they're talking about it being pushed out farther. So instead of being like a Wednesday, Thursday or something. But we'll see what happens. There's okay. no problems involved this week. Thank I God. I, I want, I want to know, first off, so, so yeah, it's a, the, I think we're going to the same route here. I want pictures. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. So the the gimmick was that um, Hunter Ramos, who is uh, who is one of the uh, the forwards, seventeen year old forward who plays for the Black Bears, going to be eighteen here this month. Um, they were talking about the the team was talking about before playoffs. We want to get get Northeast done with quickly, so we don't have to travel back here. And he piped up. Yeah, I also have prom. So they want it for prom, but I have no prom pictures of Hunter Ramos. 
No problem, Victor. I nor do I have anything leaked from the players that they helped him to prom and did the little thing where they crossed the sticks as him and his date walked into the prom. Yeah, I, I need I need information. We now. need we need. Like I intel. feel like we did our part. Now we need yes. like the the opposite side. Of this. If 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 anything, if anything, the team did their part. Won it in three. Um, and he could go to prom, but I see no prom pictures. Right. So. So yeah. So this weekend I did take the picture of the, uh, the picture I got up the boards of the celebration after the overtime goal of game two. Uh, made that black and white. Added some color splash to it. Uh, the like full size color splash. So it's still a really decently big file that I can work with. And I'm thinking about printing out a really big metal there you go. print to put like on a wall. Perfect. I might need more walls in my house. Maybe I need to finish the basement just so I can hang more stuff. Just go ahead and just, yeah, just, just build walls in general. Just build walls. They're like, why is there a random wall here? I just needed a place to hang things. Oh. Um, so yeah, but the weekend I didn't really do much this week. I think I'm making up for it all though. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, no, it's going to be a fun one this weekend. I got uh dynamite tomorrow. I have black bears Friday. I have a tiny redheads third birthday, Saturday, oh, black bears, Saturday, Wow. sleep Sunday. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. All in all. Let's go. Let's make this happen. I'm excited. I'm ready for things. I uh, I want a good showing. They need at least one, if not two. I want to have to make a decision on whether or not I'm flying to Minnesota. Right, exactly. I've already taken the time off of work. I just need the money for a hotel. And maybe I can finagle something. Who's to say? Get some sponsorships. Stay at the airport.com. Who's to say? Who's, who's to say? Who's to say? So, uh, so yeah, yeah, good times, good times, great memories. Um, yeah, with no hockey this weekend, I literally just sat around. I watched the NHL playoffs. Uh, some fun series happening there. I've been watching the playoffs. You're right. Um, glad Jersey two two of the teams that I didn't want to win already out: Boston and New York. Um, now I just need both Canadian teams to lose. I'll be good. <laughs> mm. In my mind, chaotically, I won a Dallas-Vegas Western Final and a Carolina-Florida Eastern Final just to piss off Hockey Elitist um, because it's fun. And with the I mean, it's almost too bad that Vegas and the Seattle have to knock each other out yeah, I know. at some point. That would be fun to see, too, the two expansion teams getting into the Western Final like it was the damn it was 2003 playoffs with Minnesota and Anaheim. Oh, those were good times. But. Good times. But yeah, no, this weekend didn't do much. Put some more cards up on sale. Um, yeah, you won a bunch of cards last week, though. I did win a bunch of cards last week. I still haven't gotten that total yet, and I'm, oh. I'm dreading it. Because <laughs> if, if my calculations are right, I won a whole box of cards, too, because I guess the trivia question right, too. Yeah, that was fantastic. <laughs> I was following along, and I saw that. I was like, oh, look, haha, fuck you. Yeah. But not really. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a haha, fuck you, where you win something. Exactly. <laughs> Whereas we just like, win you're pride. like boom. <laughs> we just I want win all pride. of that stuff. Yeah, please. So, uh, I will get my total soon, and the shipping's gonna kill me. But whatever, it is what it is. Um, Fine. Got some other cards too. I was in a break uh, the other day, 
think maybe this uh, one of them. One of them was a nice little Taylor Hall. Uh, that one's cool. Gimmick, jersey card. Uh, oh, this is the other one. You have enough cards at this point that if you just if they like just tanked and they were worth like nothing, you could take all of the jerseys out and like sew them together and figure out how big of like a quilt you could create just from the tiny squares. Right, exactly. Um, and I got this one off of that same that uh, break. Hendrick Lapierre signed uh, nice. Synergy. He's been playing well recently. He's got a hot streak in Hershey, so this one could hold its value. Um, and then I bought what they call an original boom box. It's a it's a mystery box of cards, all hobby packs. So we'll see what comes okay. in that. Um, so I just ordered that today. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, maybe right. maybe that becomes a Patreon thing. I like it. Um. So I found a way. So they give you, you know how in tins sometimes in the hockey card tins, as this uh-huh. is our this is our hobby segment of the show. Um, it is. It started kind of turned into like, that. Isn't it? It's turned into our like card <laughs> corner. Hey, welcome to card corner. Um, I don't know why it's a Chicago guy, but it seems that way in my head. Uh, but so you have the oversized oversized cards. It's like, well, how the fuck are you gonna put these in a, in a thing? So I figured out figured out a way. Okay. Postcard thing. So you have a postcard sleeve, and then you put the postcard sleeve in the postcard top uh, plastic top loader, and then there you go. Giant card, giant, even gianter top loader. Uh, okay. Okay. So, so I have questions, yes, first sir. of all. Last week, you showed us that there was a fucking snap case for a goddamn book. <laughs> Why has nobody created a case for these big cards yet? They do. It's a postcard. It's a postcard uh, top loader. Two. (laughs) I did not realize that there were top loaders for postcards. Like, (laughs) and three is three is like a parlay off of two. I think it's like a it's like a tangent, but it's probably close to a cosine. Yeah. Um. Who in the fuck is buying top loaders for postcards? That's true. Just buy a fucking picture frame like the rest of us. I really want to save this postcard. On is there any way that I? Oh, yeah, yeah. Give me the postcard top loader. All right, thanks. <laughs> Honey, make sure I got to keep this in gem mint 10 condition. Holy shit. Sal sent me and something from Myrtle Beach. Here I am. I have, a, I have multiple shoeboxes <laughs> filled with, like, every card that's ever been sent to me and, like, weddings, <laughs> wedding invitations and stuff. So when I die, people are going to, like, look through that and be like, oh, I remember this. Look at all the, um, look at all the things God, he might have went to. Maybe I need to start investing in top loaders for postcards now. I need to keep some of them nice. <laughs> Got to do a postcard break. <laughs> Mark's first wedding. How about this? I had no idea that that was a thing. <laughs> Neither did I. I look on Amazon for top loaders, and it just gives you the Ultra Pro makes the freaking like postcard top loaders. I'm like, fuck, they'll just make anything. I wish they gave you stats on how many times an item was sold on Amazon. <laughs> Well, you like, actually sold. Not, like, reviews and stuff. Oh, uh, gotcha. But I want to know how many people buy top loaders for postcards. Well, I mean, you got the soft sleeve. So I got I put the, I put the thing in the soft sleeve and then put it in the top loader. So Even I mean, worse. Yeah. <laughs> like, you got a soft sleeve and a top loader for a postcard. Hell yeah, baby. No, I, I appreciate the ingenuity. <laughs> yes. I do. I, I fully appreciate <laughs> the ingenuity. I just don't know why it's a product. Why is this a thing? It's hilarious. And why hasn't One Touch came out with one of those fucking snap cases yet for it? <laughs> My God. Uh, they probably will. <laughs> Give it time. 
how long does it take you to like a 3D printer? Just make it, make it happen. Right. Well, can't be that hard. Can't be, but here we are. So that was my weekend selling cards. All right. Selling, selling. I got uh, my Akira Schmid uh, card. That's great I put timing. Up on oh fuck, dude! It's up to it's up to twenty dollars and fifty cents. Last time I checked last night. That's great timing. So I'm like, oh fucking, at a kid. Love you. Uh, so my that that's moving. My uh, Yuri Slavkovsky's gonna move again. I got a second one of him, so that's gonna move it uh, some money. So that's good. I can buy more cards with it because fucking hate I my life. I love the revolving door. <laughs> it's one in, one out, baby. Just turn it over. Uh, let me see. Where are we at? Where are we at? Active. active. Like the Todd Butts of card collecting. Exactly. All bids received. I got four bids received. The Slavkovsky's now up to 34. Most, wow. Mosida is up to 1870, and this is all with a day plus to go. Uh, I got a young gun of Jake Sanderson that's 99 cents. That's fine. My Kierschmidt's still had it. The Kierschmidt's $20.50 with eight bids on it, 84 views, and 20 people watching the item. Oh. So, I don't know what kind of rally will happen in the next 28 hours, but uh, it should be fun to see. Well, it depends on what happens in game one. Actually, no, this no. is going to sell before game one, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, that's good stuff. Yeah, it'll be during game one that it that the bid ends. Well, I hope that it doesn't. I hope that he doesn't give up, like, three goals in the first it's period. Fine, you then. can't take back your bid, brother. Like... <laughs> the, the worst they can do is just not let it sell. And it's like, ah, eh, whatever. Again, it, it, an extent, I think I got this out of an extended series fat pack. So it cost me five they bucks. Had, uh, they had um, uh, series two boxes at Target today for 22-23 with Ovi on it. Yeah. So. That was new. That was new at the uh, Target today. Get the Tinsky, baby. Wait oh, for the tinsky see, they out. haven't gotten a tin yet. I will definitely. That tin is fantastic looking. I will get one of those with oh, yeah. Ovi on it. That's for damn sure. Yep, got that. Tin. That looks fantastic. They haven't had any tins at Target this year for hockey. Uh, I took the, I took one. I got two tins. One I got from Target. One I got from Walmart. Um, all right. They had a I'm lot. Have of, to check it out. They had a lot at Walmart. So. Every time I walk into Target for anything, I look at their pops section and I look at their uh, card section. It's like part of the routine now. I decided uh, last time I went uh, before I got the tin, the uh, I, I'm like I'll go to the card section last, uh, and then when I got there, another kid co- took the last Ovechkin tin, and I didn't push him down because morals. Uh. Um, but I should have. He was being a brat. So <laughs> I. Uh, yeah, that tin's fantastic. I need to get one of those with Ovi on it. Yeah, I'm like I gotta get I gotta the card section first now. That's what we do now. That's how yeah, we roll. That's smart. Then you can walk around with it. I do a lot of that, too, with Target, where I'm like, I'll check the Funko Pop app, and I'm like, I like this. Let's see how much this is worth. And then I walk around the store with it, and if I still like it in, like, 15 minutes, then I buy it. And if I don't, I walk back to the Pop section and I just put it back. Right. <laughs> it makes sense. I gotta, uh, I've gotten some uh, – they've had some sick uh, black and white – Funko Pops for the uh, Disney 100 years of like Mickey and Donald. And I saw a really cool one that I need to try to find. Uh, It has Walt Disney with one of those old timey cameras, like Mm. the video cameras. It's awesome. So I'm going to see if I can find that one. Wonderful. All right. Popcorner. Popcorn. Popcorners. Sponsored by Popcorners. 
All right, let's get to some all oh, the good old injury report, everybody. Strap in. Oh, yeah. Who's down and out with some blues? Maybe some black and bruised. It's the Face Off Hockey Show Injury Reports. It's honestly surprising I'm still single. <laughs> Honey, I want to put walls in my house for more pictures and all the pops we can think. Where are you going? Where are you going? Honey. Uh, I'm just glad that uh, Jen can't say shit because of all her uh, books and other archaic stuff from <laughs> hockey years past. Shout out, shout out, Jen NHL history girl. All right, so we have some post-playoff injuries, including the cavalcade of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, Tanner Janot, high ankle sprain. Hate when that happens, especially when it costs you a couple first-round picks. That uh, hurts. Mikey Isamot, concussion-like symptoms. Uh, Yuri Cernak, concussion, uh, would not have been cleared yet, but is progressing. Victor Hedman, hip impingment. So I think this is the second year, second or third year, he's had, like, hip issues, which is not good for a big guy. No. When you're, you know, a defenseman pivoting all the fucking time. Especially when you're, um, especially when you're playing 27 minutes a game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, uh, Braden Point, lib- rib cage cartilage fracture. Ugh. Doesn't sound great. That hurts to breathe. Does not sound lovely at all. So, um, there's that. I do, uh, I mean, I know that you were talking about how this is the best time of the year. Um, I do love when teams get eliminated and they're like here's all the injuries that players played through mm-hmm. and then there's always one injury where you're like god you're a fucking idiot mm-hmm. like all right we can stop glorifying that but the other things are interesting to me uh david pasternak had a shoulder injury that happened in the first shift of game one still oh. lit shit up um linus Allmark was playing through what people were saying a debilitating injury uh, he did not, uh, when questioned about it, he did not have a comment. Um, Bergeron, of course, Patrice Bergeron was hurt at the last game of the regular season, then came back and, you know, did not look great. Um, so yeah, the, we got that. We have injuries on the ice, including Joel Erickson Eck, who had a broken leg, but tried oh. to play through it, had a 19 second right. shift and said, deuces, I'm out. Yeah. yeah. Um, love that about him. Andrew Cogliano uh, suffered a fracture in his neck after getting hit from behind by Jordan Eberle. No suspension to Eberle. Uh, And then continuing in Colorado Avalanche uh, camp, it looks like Gabriel Landis Cog, um, or at least news coming out of the the season-ending discussion, Jared Bednar said that uh, Gabriel Landis Cog is in a good spot, getting some clarity on the situation uh, for him and the organization has been a positive thing, but also said that Gabriel Landeskog might have a decision to make. Didn't say what the decision is, and then the team's going to discuss it with him from there. Sounds like sounds like neck surgery. Sounds like a Jack Eichel situation we're going through right now. <laughs> so I jump right to neck surgery. Right? Uh, uh, hey, why not? <laughs> I mean, look at Eichel. Eichel's thriving at this point. Yeah, he's good to go. So it's going to be interesting to see what Gabe Landeskog does through there and how much he's going to be shorted if if 
you know, he doesn't get the surgery or what the battle for that's going to be like. Um, and I think uh, Timo Meyer might be day to day with a concussion after Ooh. getting lit up by Jacob Truba, which I will say this. I don't like Jacob Truba. That was a Scott Stevens like hit. Technically, it was legal. Yep, that's what I'm. That's what I'm going with. Like, <laughs> I. It. It's a hockey hit. If you want to take that out of the game, then we have bigger issues. Like that's when you. That's when you start going down Southern Ontario man's route, where you know people aren't touching. There's no hitting, nothing going on. You're telling me we can't get a guy come across the middle with his head down and a big meaty man gonna put his shoulder into? You're taking that out of my game over my cold dead body. Yeah, perfect. So, <laughs> right on. T- right on cue. Yep. But, yeah, so that, I mean, like I said, don't like the Rangers that much. Don't like Jacob Truba at all, but that was that was as clean as, clean as day. Myers was kind of I put mean, himself. he's gotten really good at that hit. Yeah, he was Scott Stevens like 2.0. Yeah, like he's gotten really good at timing that correctly, yep. too. Like, and keeping everything I, tucked. Yeah, I can't tell you how many times I've seen people go after Truba after what I was like, yeah, it's a clean hit. I mean, you don't want to see somebody get hurt. Right. But it's a clean hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I have a feeling that whole conversation with we don't want fighting anymore after clean hits was like revolving around Jacob Trouba. Yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, so there we go. There is that. Uh, no word on any. I don't think there's going to be any fine or max allowable or anything. I mean, that's a, a hit's a hit. Um. So, yeah. There we go. Um, some awards were, uh, some nominations, some finalists were put out there just Ooh. recently. Starting with the Lady Bing, the favorite of the award of everybody. It's really, a, don't know why they didn't wait till the last day. That is the penultimate award um, or the, the final award. So uh, j- uh, the Lady Bing Memorial finalists include Jacques of the Devils, Anze Kopitar of the Kings, and Braden Point of the Lightning. And then the Selkie Award. Uh, was the nominees were mentioned as Nico Heischer and Mitch Marner will be uh, losers to Patrice Bergeron in this category. Oh, okay. So, so they, only, they only named two people this year. Yeah, yeah, they only named two people because Patrice Bergeron is there, and he's just gonna teach, they're just going to hand it to him. Say, why are we even here? Please retire. We need to give this to somebody else. Why, why are we even here? Yeah, that's, that's a question I ask every day when I go to work. Um, Johnny, do you know we have a Patreon? Do we? I was as crazy. I was shocked too. I was very shocked we had a Patreon. Every once in a while, I get emails from them. Oh, nice. (laughs) It's someone. Someone took money out of the account. Someone's putting money (laughs) into the account. Who the fucking knows? Uh, we do have a Patreon. Patreon.com/slash/faceoffhockeyshow. That's where you can give us money, and that's where you can see videos and get some other stuff as well. Patreon.com/slash/faceoffhockeyshow. People do it. Dollar, you get the video show. Five dollars, you help pick a segment. You get the video show and whatever crazy stuff we th- decide to throw on there. Um, it's going to be a great time. You guys should join. Patreon.com says Face Off Hockey Show. Uh, you can be like Tyler and Jerome and Pat and Jeff and Kevin and Matthew and Mark and Ethan and Tristan and Chris and Rob and Sean. They contribute it. Why aren't you? It's fa- Patreon.com says Face Off Hockey Show. The money, it goes into a thing, then we put it to a Swiss bank account where Akira takes his bike and drives it all the way home. 
Uh, people liked my anime reference last night, and by people that's I mean good. like four people. So I'm like, that's Perfect. that's four more than in my living that, room. So that's a lot. Yeah. yeah. John, who knew that Ottawa would be, would be the uh, ownership battleground that we're seeing right now? I mean, I love it. As it was announced this past week that Ryan Reynolds is officially part of a $1 billion bid mm-hmm. for the Ottawa Senators. Yeah, you he's think, got that sports feel, though. Yeah, he's just like, you know what? Wrexham is great. I won a championship there. Me and Mob, uh, Rob McElhenney, we, we had a nice little embrace. I uh, went on the field. People were crying. It was great. Had a great yes. time. True story. Um, good for Wrexham. Congratulations. I totally didn't pee myself. Somebody shot me with champagne. Exactly. But then I peed myself. Right, probably. So uh, I guess Ryan Reynolds is the lead of the Remington Group. Uh, is prepared to pay a b- 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 billion with a B for this. Um, May 15th is the deadline for offers. So obviously they got this offer in. Um pretty solid christopher brody who is a real estate mole in ottawa is also part of this group as well uh so there we go based out of markham ontario the remington group so obviously they're going to stay home good time if they do win this um so yeah good times toronto billionaires a part of it uh anthony leblanc is going to be in there it's going to be great oh no anthony leblanc is part of the uh group that's picking the people but johnny just when you thought it was safe Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm. You smell that? John, you smell that? Oh, uh, speaking, if you're talking about the smell that uh, I think you're talking about, the uh, steak and shake that's around the corner from my house <laughs> turned into a dispensary this past week. It does smell like the sticky icky icky, <laughs> Johnny. <laughs> Word out of Ottawa is that... Uh, Snoop D-O-double-G, Calvin Brocious, his government name, is going to be a part of uh, Nico Sparks, who is a Los Angeles-based entrepreneur, part of his bid in the Ottawa Senators situation. Wow. Um, Snoop Dogg, who was on, who was on uh, First Take today with Stephen A. Smith, yeah, he was. Was, men- was mentioning like, yeah, I'm, I'm in. He's all in. And Snoop Dogg is a guy who is a hockey guy. He also made some great points. Great, while yeah. He was talking as oh, well. Oh fuck yeah! Like, I mean, he, he is like, he is nothing if not a smart business guy and a smart sports guy, at the grassroots level. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, his his persona is what it is. Fun loving guy loves the loves the ganj. Uh, and one eight seven on undercover cop. We all know that. Might also still need a backyotomy. Might still need a backyotomy. That was Rick James. I think that was kind of racist. Oh, yeah. I thought he was. I thought he was the guy in that movie. Oh no, that was Dave Chappelle playing. I don't oh. know if he was playing. <laughs> yeah, that was Dave Chappelle playing the thing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um. So yeah, so Snoop Dogg interested in this bid. Um. Trying to make the game affordable, divisible minorities uh, and kids uh, in low-income areas who haven't been able to afford hockey, which is the fucking catalyst of why things are bad in hockey these days. Correct. Um, he said that uh, he wants to be he wants this to be community oriented. Um, he says in in first take he said that he's seeing more and more people that look like him play the game. So why not be involved and be the first? Uh, black owner 
in the NHL. Didn't he also mention something, though, that, like, he sees more people like him playing hockey, um, but they're all Canadians and not from the United States or something to that. Like, he almost yeah. made it sound like he wanted more. He wanted to be able to show kids in the United States sure. that they could be a minority and play hockey. Absolutely. Well, fucking bring him out to a Maryland Black Bears game. Yeah. I mean, not for nothing. I mean, Dimitri Kibru and and uh, and uh, Kareem. Kareem El-Bashir, those guys, visible minorities that are playing for the Black Bears. Even in the past, uh, Cameron Timor was one, like one of the first guys on the team. Uh, a visible minority. So I mean, they're they're like Choi. Yep, Sajushi. Patrick Choi, uh, Nick Sajushi, or Jake Sajushi. Yep. So bring him out to a Black Bears game. So it'll be a good time for everybody, and we can get Snoop in the crowd. We should. We should get Snoop. Yeah. For a game to to the Black Bears to Absolutely. the den to the den. We can we can put him out on the ice at uh, intermission. Let him drive around on the Zamboni. Tell Tariq's got TNT. Connections. Tell him to have a little interview, and then he'll mention, "Hey, you know what? If you're in the yeah. Baltimore area, come down to Odington. Bring him in. Exactly. Tell. I bring, mean, bring, tell Snoop him to bring, Dog, bring his green Dog, hat. Yeah, Snoop Dogg may uh, power bomb you off the top rope, though. Give you the people's elbow. <laughs> but hey, that's what you can do. Give the people's elbow to Bruno. It'd be great. <laughs> uh, but if if. Looking from afar, because we really have no vested interest into the, except for how great it is that the Ottawa Senators are finally wanted. Who who would be a better owner, or or who would be the better front person for this for the Ottawa Senators as an owner? Oof. Who would be the better Mark Cuban type? Because you know both these guys will be pretty front and center. Um, Honestly, I wins. wish it was. I, I wish they were together. Yeah. Um, like I wish they weren't fighting against each other because, like, this could be the McElhenney and Ryan Reynolds of Wrexham in an NHL format of having Snoop Dogg and Ryan Reynolds work, working together. Yeah. Um, so I wish that they weren't like pitted against each other in this situation um because I, I think that they're both fantastic for the sport yeah um and i mean ryan ryan reynolds is canadian mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i don't know if any other teams are coming up in the near future that are going for sale coyotes <laughs> um so like the person that like loses out on this like run like hops on the next team you know like for a probably very discounted price yeah so price to move like to me in this situation i don't know i kind of wish i kind of wish that there was like another team for sale and snoop like went after the u.s based team of arizona that was for sale and Ryan Reynolds went after the Canadian-based team of Ottawa that was for sale. Because, I mean, he has roots in Ottawa, Ryan Reynolds. Like, he yeah. grew up, like, right outside of Ottawa from, you know, the stories that I've heard. N not firsthand knowledge. I, did. I didn't grow in, I didn't grow <laughs> up in Ottawa. <laughs> really? You didn't, you didn't grow by Filthy McNasties? No. Okay. Mm -mm. okay. I played golf there around in oh, that area good. once. That's good. 
Um, so like, I kind of wish that I want both of them, I guess is my, is my, uh, answer. Like I, I want them both to be owners and I, it'd be fantastic if they were both owners together and it would be just as great if they were owners of separate teams. Um, but like for Ottawa, I kind of have to lean toward Ryan Reynolds still in this situation, like just because he has those connections in that area. Um, but I still want them both to be owners. If that was like not the worst answer that you could possibly give to a yes or no question effectively. <laughs> well, it's just like, hey, gun to your head, pick one. Um, and they're just like, listen, here's the thing. Here's option three you may not have thought of. <laughs> uh, yeah. How about we think outside the box? Put the gun down. Put the gun. Put the gun down. <laughs> put the put it down. Um, for me, I well, I, I will I will say to your answer this: nothing saying they can't join that consortium after the bids happen. That's true as well. So there's right. that. Overall, I think Snoop would be better, a better fit, not only for the community aspect, but I think he's a. I I have seen him more in the NHL and in hockey than Ryan Reynolds. And maybe I'm not True. looking properly, but Snoop was a guy who was wearing jerseys and rap videos before anybody else. He was wearing Penguins jerseys, wearing freaking AHL jerseys. Like he he saw that and while it was a fashion thing, sure, it kind of bloomed into going to Anaheim Ducks games, going to Kings games, you know, being rep- you know representing Los Angeles and in that area and didn't Snoop do like commentary one night like for a like a fight broke out in LA or something and yes. he was like on the microphone at the same time yes and and I think that's and I think that's what the NHL needs too is that you have the owner who's going to do uh commentary who's going to be active who wants to do that and not only that but help the community as well especially in canada where prices are beyond the roof um and and you know, snoop dog has a lot of money not to say ryan reynolds doesn't but snoop has has a lot of money coming in too and he can help that and get you know bauer on board or get a small hockey brand on board to provide equipment for younger groups and ice time and this that and the other and i think that as a minority owner get rid of that a, an owner in general to be out in front like that we haven't seen that in the nhl we haven't seen a mark cuban kind of owner and i don't think ryan reynolds would do that because he would kind of fade into the background he would just be you know i'm i'm here i'm here i help put this together but i'm not going to be here all the time guys i got deadpool 3 to film me and hugh jackman are going to do great things together um, right. Not to say, yeah, exactly. I mean, me and Rob got to go over to England. You know how it is, guys. Those those seasons intertwine too, so that'll be tough for him to get out to both of them. But he has movie star money, so I think he owns his own plane. But I think <laughs> the football season is also like insanely long for no reason whatsoever. That's, that is true. That's very true. <laughs> it's very true for for forty two games. It's in forty two weeks. It's like Jesus. Like throw a Tuesday game in here, guys. What are we doing? Uh, but. I think overall, I think Snoop would be better because I think Snoop brings more eyes to the sport with the different areas that he jumps into because he's not, he's in. Do you think he brings different eyes to the sport? Um, maybe. I think, I think possibly he does. 
I think he brings a little bit of hip hop into it. Um, I think that people are going to pay more attention to a team that would be let if Snoop Dogg's in the audience. I think. Um, I I it, I get us okay. I'll preface it. It'll it'll initially start like that. The biggest thing is retention. Will yeah. there be retention? And that I'm not. I'm unsure about. But I, I do like the idea of Snoop being an, an owner. Absolutely. I think both of them would be great owners. I think both of them having the names that they do to be involved in the NHL is perfect. But at the same time, if given the choice, gun to my head, um, I pick Snoop just because I think his reach is a little further, is a little more diverse, and I think it'll get different people who don't watch the sport maybe to go check out a game or you know if Snoop goes on the road with a team like Michael Jordan's doing with with 2311 racing and going to the tracks like man maybe maybe I can see Snoop in the audience tonight maybe I'll go buy a ticket or maybe I'll pay attention to this game um Snoop might, might be on commentary I got to watch this game like that that those kind of things are stuff that people aren't going to say about Ryan Reynolds bless his heart so I think for a community aspect for a uh, an aspect where you're going to get re- people to watch, you're going to get people to view, you might get people into seats. I think Snoop Dogg takes that over Ryan Reynolds by a little bit, though Ryan Reynolds is a would be another great uh, great addition to the NHL. And like you said, fucking who knows when it, it, when when Arizona comes up, um, if another owner passes away and their family is like, I don't want to deal with this shit anymore, uh, and does that, who knows? But yeah, both would be great. I take Snoop Dogg. Um, Johnny takes Ryan Reynolds. We'll see who wins. And the winner probably get nothing. We're just yeah. you know, we'll just be like, hey, I picked that. And we're like, oh, okay. the winner will get uh, zero extra goals for next year's uh, pickup segments. We're gonna get paid fifteen times as much. Now, what's fifteen yeah. times zero? I don't know, <laughs> but should be fun. It's we're talking about the Ottawa Senators when they've been eliminated. What more could the NHL want at this point? Um, well, I mean, it's actually good. Yeah, absolutely. That the senators weren't just like dropped last summer when Melanick died in the first place. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, it was very known. It, it, it was seen on their faces that neither of his children wanted the Ottawa senators to be part of their lives. Right. Um, so like that it's gotten to this point through this season that the senators had a good season, um, that are building to better things that you have a team like the Sabres who are probably a year or two ahead of them that they can look at and be like, see, look what they're doing, Mm -hmm. um, is good for selling this team. I feel like, I feel like all of the pieces have come together quite well over the past year yeah. for the senators. Absolutely. Um and they're building it right and I think they got the they got the 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 right coach in there for now but it could be a situation where okay, we got it for now, who's going to be the guy that takes over at the hump? So that's going to be the real question as well. Uh, um yeah. Bruce Puja. Yeah, Bruce is back baby. We'll get you to the second round. Second round Bruce. I mean, at this point, the Senators, with the team they have, making it to the playoffs would be a fucking huge win for them. Absolutely. Um, yeah, 
Absolutely. We will see what happens. Jake Sanderson, like half the North Dakota teams on there. It's a great time for everybody. Four, four guys who played together at North Dakota play together in Ottawa, which I don't think has happened in NHL history. That four guys from college played on the same team. Fuck, four guys from juniors I don't think played on the same uh, junior team and NHL team at one time. So, the future's looking bright. They just need to figure out their goaltending. And then, I mean, Philip Gustafson's good, but is he good or is he, like, Patrick Laleem good? We don't know. <laughs> we don't have video on him, so we, that's why he was so good. Um, I was actually, so I'm going to just say this now that you okay. mentioned that. Um, one of, I was talking to one of my friends who follows the Capitals and will text me and ask me questions about hockey. And last night he was like, who do you think wins game seven? And I was like, I really want the Devils to win. I think that they're uh, just a more fun team yeah. to watch. But I also think the Rangers figured out Schmid last game and it may come back to haunt him like real quickly. Uh, and apparently I was wrong, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah. I was like, there's a shelf life on goalies that you don't have tape on. Yep. Like once you have tape on them, they get figured out like pretty fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, it's our Mitch, uh, not Mitch Hedberg, but <laughs> our, uh, our uh, our Hedberg effect. Yes. Johan Hedberg. Mitch Hedberg would have been awesome. Yeah, that'd, been, goal, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> Screw the ownership. We got Mitch Hedberg and Nat. Come on, let's fucking go. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Uh, that also brings up the debate, and we'll talk about this with Lyle too. Is Alexei Lafreniere a bust? And we'll oh, get into that geez. here in a second because it seems like some Ranger fans are already who already have towed that line, finally over that line. They're just like. Hey, this guy's a bum. Get him out of here. Don't know what accent that was, but we'll say it's New York. Um, speaking of coaches, maybe the Ottawa Senators probably they probably won't. They probably shouldn't. Daryl Sutter might be on uh, might be on their radar because he was fired by the Cal- Calgary Flames once again. Um, oh. so that's a shame. Uh, Jonathan Hubbard went on to um went on to French radio. And mentioned, uh, yeah, there's a little bit of disconnect uh, between uh, between everything. Didn't really click with uh, Daryl Sutter and, and his team and, and his uh, and, and his players. So uh, yeah, <laughs> not good when you got the guy who you just paid eight, who traded you traded Matthew Kachuk for, and then paid for eight years at eight million per. Uh, not having a fun time. So we'll see what happens. We will see. What happens there? Um, Winnipeg Jets said they're going to bring Rick Bonus back, even though the players don't like him because they don't like the way he handled after they lost in the in the playoffs. Rather than talking to them first, he talked to the media. But whatever. But he's going to be back behind the bench for Winnipeg, while their other coach is off to the second round of the playoffs and currently up one to nothing in the first period. Oh. Um. What game is already tonight? Jesus Flo- It's Florida, Toronto, Seattle, Dallas tonight. Second round, baby. Wow. Fucking let's go. We got to get going. They at least give me a night off. Nah, Jesus man. Christ. Fucking dicks out for conference finals. We're getting this done by mid-June, baby. By the way, the uh, draft lottery next Monday, Monday the 8th, 8 p.m. on ESPN. That's probably an off day. Yeah, probably. That's the off day. <laughs> or the intermission. <laughs> Didn't they do that one oh, that year would, where you there was... You know how great that would be if oh. they fucking did it during intermissions? 
Like the first and second intermission. Like you have to wait yep. to the fucking second intermission for the first pick of the draft to show up. God, people <laughs> would be shitting themselves. ESPN has the highest ratings, but the biggest drop off after the after the second intermission. I don't know what happened. Oh my god, that would be amazing. <laughs> um, all right, picks uh, ten through one. Uh, we'll come up during the second intermission. It's, now back to you, Ray. It's like it's like the fucking like Survivor, or uh, or uh, no, it was um, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? We'll yes. have the answer. Well, the answer is after this commercial break. Oh, everyone feigned feigned disappointment. Were they the first show to do stuff like that? What go to remember. go to break? To or- go to break in the middle to like add fake suspense into like the show. I'd say I think so. I can't think of another show. Ah, no! I'm gonna guess hmm? what you're talking about because I didn't catch the beginning of that, and I'm gonna say you're talking about Survivor. What oh, Survivor? So even close. What's yeah. The, so what? we were trying to figure out is who wants to be a millionaire or Survivor, the first one that added the like. We'll let you know after the break. Well, Survivor was taped, so I don't know. It was it was either Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, but I think Deal or No Deal came after that. Deal or No Deal was pretty notorious for that too. Deal or No Deal was definitely after Who Wants to Be yeah. a Millionaire, and they were notorious for that shit too. But we'll have to find out. Anybody in the comments below? I don't know if we have comments, but put it there. Um, it'd be like if Family Feud took a break between the two, the two people oh, who did the last yeah. round. Yeah, sure. <laughs> the Fast Money Which would be ridiculous. That'd be hilarious. The fast though. Money round. Yeah, you can't do that. 100 people on the board. Number one answer after the break. (laughs) He said what? Bad Steve Harvey impression. He's a judge now. Do you know that? It's great. He's a what now? He's a judge. He's got his own judge. He's not a real judge. He's got his own judge show. He's He's a daytime judge. He's like like the judge. Like he got his internet law degree. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, you can preside over weddings. Exactly. I, mean, I don't think Judge Judy was a legit judge. Yeah, she, she was. Just... She was. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. I thought she. I mean, I think she was a lawyer, but I don't think she was an actual judge. Uh, da, 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 da. she was a former prosecutor and Manhattan Family Court judge. Oh, there you go. All right, so there she was. <laughs> so not everybody. Uh, People's Court was that? A, that was a real court, wasn't it? Judge Wapner. Yeah, that yeah. was a real court. Yeah. yeah. The the uh, the the all the things were final. Uh, so they told us. Um, and the right. points don't matter. Exactly. Wait, <laughs> no, that's not the wrong show. That oh, was I would a love way that. Different court. <laughs> you have improv improv uh, defenses defense cases. Uh, oh, here's how an object. Great would that be? You just have Wade <laughs> Brady on one side and uh, Colin McCauley. What's it? What? What's his last Colin name? Colin Mockery. Mocker, yeah, on the other side, and they don't know what they're arguing about until they get to the until they get to the courtroom, and then they Perfect. like tell them what the case is like while when they get there, and they have to like make shit up on the fly. That's a show I would watch. This is a murder one. <laughs> Wait a minute. Sixty seconds. Go. Ah. Uh. Toronto fans were shocked that teams, uh, visiting teams, are limiting ticket sales to outside fans, even though we've had this story every year for the past decade and a half. Well, so wasn't this like a total non-story also because yes. they only did this for the pre-sale? 
Yes, because Toronto's that never like twenty four total hours. Toronto hasn't been this far in like nineteen years. They're confused. They don't know what's going on. Plus, it's Florida. Like there's there's going to be second second hand ticket retailers, and you know it's fine. Just buy the, the tickets there. People did the math. It's cheaper to fly to Florida, buy a ticket on the second hand market, get a hotel for a night, and then fly back than it is to attend one game in the Toronto. Oh wow, that's amazing! I think it was fifteen hundred for a uh, ticket in Toronto, and then twelve hundred for everything to go to Miami. Plus, better weather. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the BCHL is leaving Hockey Canada. They're becoming their own independent entity at Junior A, and basically, what that means is that um, in Junior A hockey, teams are limited to scouting within their province. Um, so. Like BC, like that that would uh, screw up a lot of guys from Calgary or from Alberta who wanted to play in the BCHL. BCHL has been a top producer for NCAA teams for the past five, six years now. Um, so now becoming their own entity, they can you know recruit players from outside the province. Even though there is a there is a a minimum amount of BC players you have to have on your roster, um, but it's also going to block a lot of kids going to the USHL or in the NAHL to play junior hockey and get exposure. So, very interesting story. Uh, no, uh, that one. no, Luca DePasco. Yeah, Luca. Who, well, he's going to Michigan State next year anyway. So. He's been fantastic, though, 10-0. 10-0 in the playoffs. The irony of BCHL doing this first and not the Quebec Junior League. <laughs> right? Here, here's what's fucked about Luca DePasco. Luca DePasco this year had... Um, let me bring up his stats here. He had a lights out year. Uh, he went thirty six three and one with a one seventy goals against and a nine twenty two save percentage. Not nominated for goalie of the year. Wow, that's absurd. And in the playoffs, he's ten and zero with a one one five zero goals against and a nine thirty nine save percentage. Black Bear alum Luca DePasco. Um. Speaking of junior hockey, US, uh, USA's U18 team wins gold. Um, they beat, I think they beat Slovakia. So, congratulations to them. Um, yeah. This is a good time. In overtime. OT, yeah. Yeah. Oh, they beat Sweden 3-2. to I apologize. Canada beat Slovakia in overtime 4-3. to Slovakia had a hell of a tournament. Slovakia is becoming... A sneaky powerhouse. They're coming, becoming like Germany was, yeah, uh, a few years back. So there you go. Um, but yeah, Team USA beat Sweden three to two. Two minutes in OT, and away we go. Oh, boy, howdy. Um, here we are, just hanging out, waiting for Lyle to come on, where we get uh, Lyle versus Inanimate Objects round two. Uh, yeah, I never did find the. Uh... I should go look for the magic, the actual eight ball. The actual orb? Yeah. You should. They're tied. Lyle and, Lyle and Orb are tied at four after one round with Donkey and uh, the Cookie. Donkey! At three. Donkey! Both at three. So they're right behind. Um, right behind him there. Mark, any uh, any playoff watching? Did you watch any game sevens? I did. Nice. I was actually able to catch all of the Bruins. Nice. Uh, Panthers game seven, which was fantastic. Yeah. Wow. Um, I was able to watch a couple periods of the Rangers game last night. 
which uh, which was fun. <clears throat> it was it was fun. Uh, Jonas Siegenthaler almost scored on himself, which was also fun I did to watch. See that, yeah. Hey, it happens um, man, sometimes. But yeah, so it was it was good stuff. Um, I, I was excited to be able to partake yeah. okay. in such a thing. In the hockeys? In the yeah, because it's not often that I, I actually get to sit and watch a hockey game from beginning to end. And, you know, for the caps, I used to make the time, but I got too much stuff now going on to, to really be able to make the time. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if the caps made the playoffs and we're going far, then, you know different story right exactly Exactly. of course we'd be doing all we'd be doing all tuesday shows (laughs) what is this anyway uh so yeah we wait for lyle come on it'll be a great time maybe he's off still celebrating may day uh that was celebrated in the uk i never understood what may day was aside from you know a cry for help may day oh yeah and that that goal call you're right uh commemorates (laughs) the Struggles and gains made by workers in the labor movement. Why the fuck did I work yesterday? What's going on? Yeah, that's kind of shit. Why are we working then? Fucking hell, man. Well, I mean, I clock in. I don't, not most of the day, I'm not necessarily working. Oh. But I clock in like a motherfucker, let me tell you that. Holy shit, Scotty. What happened? What's going on? Uh, I'm going to send you this. Okay. The New Hampshire team dropped their jerseys. Oh fuck! Uh, here I'll send it to you on um, on uh, Box? Twitter then. Okay, yeah, send it to me on Twitter. So you can bring it up. Get it up, baby. That was New Hampshire. That logo was fucking fantastic. I mean, these jerseys are great. Wow, is that Lyle doing this right now? It is Lyle. Hi, Lyle. Welcome. Hey. Uh, we're waiting. Johnny's sending me the jerseys for the. Uh, what While you do the... that, I'm going to spend two minutes looking for Orb. Go look for All Orb. Right. See what happens. And Make it so. And uh, we'll see if Johnny comes up. Because I guess New uh, New Hampshire. Ooh, the New Hampshire Mountain Kings. Yeah, we haven't gotten the uh, Junior Amex jerseys yet, but I'm sure they're going to be probably the same, be the same as the, as the Rochester jerseys. Americans. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the New Hampshire Mountain Kings jerseys, those are pretty slick. Those are nice. I, I like, like light blue in a in a jersey. Yeah, that's a, that's a good color. Yeah, it's very Manitoba moose. If Manitoba Isn't moose it? had a, yeah. but still, yeah. it's it's its unique take though. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that is very. And nice. the third jersey is very college like to me. Very yes, nice. college like, high school. Like yeah, I like that. Yeah, big big the logo. Like the moose logo is okay. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, yeah. I I do like that. Uh, the the uh, the NH. Well, like I like that the the antlers kind of resemble a stick here, and it's taped up, so yeah. it's pretty fun. Um, yeah, yeah. Big blue on blue guy, so I like the the darker jersey for sure. That is pretty slick. They look nice. I like I like yeah. those jerseys yeah. a lot. Also, that's you. The, the numbers are very high on the art. I think those the, are just artists. Those are numbers. Those might be artist renderings. Yeah. Uh, well, those are nice. I like. Yeah, that. yeah. You just, don't see numbers that high that. up on the. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Usually, you don't see the numbers. The, stri- that the stripes are probably a little lo- should be a little lower too. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so that or maybe the guy Let's just see. has really broad shoulders. You don't know. They just dropped. Yeah, or maybe that is their look. Maybe that maybe is trying going for something a little different. Yeah, maybe right. they're, they're like we're gonna have eight outdoor games a year. We need those big TV numbers on the shoulders. Yeah, so everybody that's true. Can see them. 
That's true, especially uh, in New Hampshire. Did we have success, Mark? Negative. Ah, that's a shame. <laughs> it's not any of the places that I <laughs> that you looked that I assumed it would be, but you know, there's a million places where toys get put in this house. Dang. What? <laughs> Life of a parent. Yes. <laughs> um. All right. Well, Lyle, after the first round. Boy, howdy! Half, half, half victor, victorious on this one for you. Yes, yes. You, my, my playoff bracket is all screwed up. There now. you go. <laughs> you and the orb are tied. Woot woot! Donkey and the cookie are tied at three. Wow! So not over yet, baby. We are four, no, no. four, no. four, three, and three. I'm, I'm actually feeling kind of good about that now because I, I honestly thought that one of the inanimate objects was ahead of me. Right. Mm. <laughs> I thought so too. I'm like, maybe one of these actually. Yeah. Because I'm like, Lyle took a lot of chalk and the fucking inanimate yeah. objects, not so much. Orb, Orb should definitely get more points for calling the 8 1 upset, though. That's true. They should get extra points for that. Did no, call, they shouldn't. Did Shut call up. Florida. <laughs> did call Florida. We might, might have to review that one. Favoritism. I do like how uh, we're moving on 15 years of showing that somebody who watches hockey all the time versus flipping a coin is pretty much straight straight up in the playoffs. Yeah. That's what I love about this thing. Yeah. I, I, I love it when people like – people think that I actually give a shit when I do right. these things. It's exactly. great. They come back to me, ha-ha, you got these raw ha and I'm like, oh, excuse me. You've mistaken me for someone who gives a damn. <laughs> I do this because I have to, and it's a bit of fun like here's a little here's a little inside hockey tip for you kids those of us in the punditry in the blogosphere who do this for a living we don't take this shit seriously no. it's for fun we're thrilled when there's upsets unless it's our team being upset then you know sure. fuck those guys but you know. I, I you know i will since you brought it up i will yeah. say that the sting of that i mean the sting was already sort of gone from that canadian series 11 it's years ago when they beat the Caps after they won yeah. the President's Trophy. It's been long enough, and we ha- and the Caps won a cup. But I'll tell you, in retrospect, that's not nearly as bad as what the Bruins just did. No, because oh, they were boy. up three. To, they they could have closed it out many times. Oh, boy. Yeah. Like, wow. Wow. I mean, that was, well, as I said, it, it was a history. It was a, a historical upset. It was the biggest point spread between first and eight, 43 points. And that's the first time that the team with that, that, that big of a point spread went on to victory in a best of seven series. The, 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 the biggest one was 46 point spread between in 1981 between the Oilers and the Kings when the Kings <laughs> upset them. But that was the best of five, which so. is crazy because yeah. there were so fewer teams in the league. So that's, that just, just shows you how yeah. much worse or oh. the parody just wasn't there. Oh yeah, yeah. And but it's just the Bruins had that. See, that's the thing. The Bruins had these guys. I had them dead to rights, beat. They were done. And you know, in in when I was watching those, you know, like like those three games. Uh, but a, you know, like the the Bruins would fall behind. They would come back. They tie the game. And then take the lead. And each time when they took the lead in each of those games, I'm sitting there thinking, okay, here we go. Now we're going to see that vaunted Bruins defense, that one that was the best defense in the league this season. And that's statistically true. They were the best. 
And it's like, here they come. You know, they got their offense working. They got the lead. And now they're going to do just like they did to all the other teams throughout the season. They're just going to squeeze the life out of them now with their defense. They're not going to give the Panthers anything. And it turns into a friggin' shooting gallery, like back and forth, end-to-end, 80-style hockey. Like, game six was very entertaining. To me, that was the most entertaining game of the series. I mean, those final three games were all good. They were all really, really entertaining. But game six was just a shootout. Like, it was mm-hmm. just crazy. You know, one was score, boom, right back and, and tie it. Like, it was just crazy. But each time when the Bruins took the lead, I thought, this is it. Now the Panthers are toast. It's over. No. Like, they just couldn't close the deal. Yeah. yeah. The, the they were how many seconds? into account hard. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's no analytics that can measure that, as we all know, as we all know. Exactly. Medically, you can measure heart, but you cannot measure heart. You know? The concept. The, <laughs> the concept ideology of, of heart. The Panthers wanted it more. Desire, yeah. determination. The want it more meter Yes, um, the want it more meter yeah. But that <laughs> was, yeah, that that was just, it, it, it I, you know. I, I hesitate to call it the, the greatest upset in, in Stanley Cup playoff history. I've seen some others that were bigger, i.e. the miracle on Manchester, the Los Angeles Kings that I referred to earlier. Mm-hmm. Like that one, I was just literally like, get the fuck out of here. Really? You know, but this one, but the, the Panthers, y- you know, you, you couldn't, you can't sleep on this team. They've, they've got the talent and we forget that, Last year, they were the best team in the NHL in the regular season. Now it's their turn to show. Yes, but they had nothing to lose. They had literally nothing to lose. Like Matthew Kachuk put it best. He said, nobody believed we were going to, we, we could do it except us. He said, no, except just me and the guys in the room, we knew we were going to do it. We knew we could beat these guys. Me and the boys. And that's saying something. When you know, it's one thing to say, you know, to say, oh, yeah, we, 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 we can match up. But you could tell the conviction. It was like, no, we knew we could beat these guys. And it showed with their play, especially in those last three games. It showed like something happened that they just came to realize, yeah, we can win this thing. And Bobrovsky Bobrovsky started playing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was your Johnny. Yep. You're right. Bobrovsky late. And that's the thing. Bobrovsky has this inconsistent record in the playoffs. He really does. But we all forget he was the guy who also backstopped the Columbus Blue Jackets four years ago over the Tampa Bay Lightning, who had tied then the the, the all-time wins record. So if any guy was going to do it, why not Bob? What about Bob? What about Bob? <laughs> uh, all right, so that brings us to this moment here, round two. Round two. And we'll start there. Tirana against Flo Rida. Well, who'd you pick? Having sung Florida's praises, no, I'm still picking the Leafs. <laughs> you mother, you fucking by the way, Homer can motherfucker. Was, can I say, by the way, here in Canada, it was fucking crazy up here when the Leafs won. Oh, yeah. Like, no, it Jesus, wild. you really? hear a little Charlottetown, horns honking, and oh. people, woo, woo, How? Shut the fuck up. You know? Wasn't it like oh, five in the morning so on su- Sunday then? No. Nah. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but anyway, travels pretty far in Canada. Canada yeah, so that's, yeah. It's because the air's thinner. Yeah, yes, that exactly. makes sense. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Um, I, I, I still think that I still I got to pick Leafs. I got to pick Leafs. Uh, um, orb, 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 orb. Hey, Brittany knew where it was. Of course. <laughs> Of course. Of course. The wives of always course. Know she moved it. Yeah. All right. So. Always know. 
Uh, Toronto. Are the Panthers going to lose? I couldn't remember. But I knew the Panthers were eighth. Most likely. Okay, so Toronto. It's going Toronto. Chalk, chalk. God. Donkey. Dang it. Donkey. 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 It's a happy donkey. Everyone's everyone's going chalk, but I don't think Cookie is going chalk. Luck sometimes visits a fool, but it never sits down with him. That's Florida to me. Luck found the, tri- the Toronto Maple Leafs, but it's not going to sit down with them for a long time. We got him out of the first round. Away okay, we go. Okay, I'll yeah. give you that. I'll give you and, that. And I'll sitting down with the fool is clearly Florida man. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. We'll stay out east for the Patrick Division Championship. The Carolina Hurricanes against the New Jersey Devils. A series, one of my two series, Scotty Waz series to watch, uh, brought to you by no one in particular. Um, that's that's one of the two series that I'm definitely going to be watching a lot of. Uh, and why is that, Scott? I like I like New Jersey. I like the Jack Hughes has really stepped out of into his own last Wait, series. Uh, he's this got great hair too. Great flow. Though, though though he though he fell down a lot in the last game. Listen, man, he did. He sometimes really did. those that snipers in Jersey just <laughs> they just yeeted himself down the ice. Um, that was a six-year-old fall. Right too there. fast for his own feet. He's he'll yeah. he's Luis Mendoza, but 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 your point is well taken. Yeah, he really did step up. Like he loves the big. By the game. way, he that loves the spot that late. PK is as deadly as their power play. Like they create a yeah. lot of offensive chances. And that's the yeah. Their first goal last night was absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. Oh, they made. I didn't think it was. They made the Rangers look slow. Yes. They and the Rangers are not a slow team, but they made them look slow. And Akira Schmidt is just a great story too. Oh wow! A fantastic yep. story. So big time. Big big Jersey guy over here, and Carolina. That's a good team over there too. I mean, Sebastian Ajo has been playing very well. They've been a lot of stuff from the defense. Uh, I well, think that's they, a very well rounded team. They live on their defense and their goaltending yep. depth. Yeah. Big time. So yeah. I think it's just going to be a very good, uh, immovable object, uh, unstoppable force. Irresistible force, force yeah. yes. Um, but what do you have, Lyle, in that series? I'm I'm with you on this one, Scotty. I'm I'm going Devils on this one. Yeah. Um, it, it would be an upset, albeit barely, yeah. because the 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 Devils finished, I think, what only a couple of points behind them in the Met standings. One point. <laughs> one point. Yeah, it's that fucking close. But honestly. I, I was really impressed with what the Devils did, and they became a completely different team when Schmidt took over in goal. Mm-hmm. I Absolutely. mean, it was just, yeah. And big give give shout out to Lindy Ruff for making that call. You could say it was a desperation move on his part after after game two, but boy, that gamble paid off in spades. When you got the Cam Ruff uh, factor in there, you know, mm. big, big win there. Hey, Mark, the, does the or, or does the eight ball orb think that the uh, Hurricanes are going to be the Devils? Let's see here. Most likely. Okay. Did you say oh. anything else? Or going hurricane. Wow. Hey, at least it's not or saying or... ask again. That's yeah. <laughs> Don- ask me later. Donkey. 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 Okay. My donkey, donkey. Sad donkey. Donkey, sad. Jersey. Donkey is going Jersey. And I think yeah. the cookie's going Jersey here. Friendship is an ocean <laughs> that you cannot see the bottom. Mafia. <laughs> Mafia. Got to be Jersey then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can see the bottom. You just won't be alive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hey, got a ghoul over here. <laughs> what? What do you mean? Forget about it. All right, we'll start with the uh, in the West. We'll start with this series that starts tonight. Another one of Scotty Waz's picks to watch. Brought to you by no one because it's a different name. 
Seattle and Dallas. I like Seattle. I like their moxie. Philip Grubauer is coming in at a good time. Dallas, a fun team to watch. Love Jason Robertson. I think he is a uh, next big thing. Him and uh, Rope Hints have been oh, playing man. a superior, Dynamite. amazing. I'm surprised that Ryan Suter's still in the league, so I got to give him props for that. <laughs> um, and Otter, Otter's been playing well too. Yep. And don't forget Miro Heiskanen as yeah. well on that D. Yeah. Yep. So I like I, this, that's my series to watch there for sure. The Stars really are a team that is that's transitioned now to their younger the younger players. I mean, yeah, Jamie Ben and Tyler Sagan are, are are still there, still considered their veteran leaders, and Sagan is like rejuvenated, like he played really well in that first round. Mm-hmm. But this is this is Ottinger's team now. It's Robertson's team now. It's Heiskanen's team now. Yep. You know the new, they're, the new they're, school. Yeah, they're the they're the leaders. And that leads into my pick. And I, I love Seattle. I love what they've done. I love an underdog. I, you know, I, I will not be upset if they win, but I'm going with the stars. Stars just got a lot there. They're a healthier team than the abs were. I mean, let's face it. The abs, they were relying on Nathan McKinnon and Miro Heiskanen to carry them over the finish line. And God knows they did everything they Miko could. Miko Rantanen. Miko Rantanen. Sorry, yeah, 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 Miko ran Yeah, Miro's asking why he's got these damn him. fins. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I knew who I meant. Yeah, Rantanen and Rantanen and McKinnon, they were relying on those two guys because they were they were banged up too. Like Makar was definitely not himself. No. Uh, Josh Manson was sidelined as well. Nikushkin, God knows what the hell's going on there. <laughs> oh my God. Best left Fucking unsaid. veil of yeah. secrecy. Yeah. Let's just say it's never a good thing when they do a room check when you're on, on the road and there is an intoxicated woman raving in your room. Yep, not great, Bob. <laughs> and I don't not mean great. raving as in... <laughs> yeah, not that raving. I mean raving as in, I was brought here to country illegally <laughs> by <Exactly>. mean man. <laughs> so some, some fun shit going on down there. Uh, Orb, Dallas over Seattle, yay nay? All right. <laughs> Who is uh, is Dallas going to be Seattle? My yeah. sources say no. Go oh. in Seattle. Kraken. Wow. No Kraken. Can I just say, by the way, when I said Raven, you guys immediately went there. Of <laughs> All three of you. That should, was should have. Should have. As soon as I said it, I was like, I got to clarify quick for they <laughs> jump on this. Shit, not fast enough. You already knew what was going to yeah, occur. Yeah, I mean, you've been I, around this while. Here we go. I've known you guys too long. Donkey. Okay. Okay. Happy, Happy donkey. donkey. Dallas. Everybody going Dallas. Uh, except for the orb who did. Well, orb went Seattle. As I said, everybody. <laughs> it matters. <laughs> well, everybody in Lyle because he's a ah! body. <laughs> All right, this well, one could be interesting. Everybody. Everybody. Here's an interesting one. We might we might have to go to the judges for this. Oh, okay. And we'll get we Judge got? Judy in here if we need to. Call back. Um, your alti- your artistic talents win the approval and applause. Of others, artistic talents. When I'm thinking Dallas others. with that one. All right, Dallas. Mark. Dallas is Dallas says like not just in because of their name they have more stars. Okay, that's Ooh. fucking. We're, we're, we're gonna send you your last check after that one. Um, just pack <laughs> up your things and leave. Um, I was gonna say because of Deep Ellum and there are the artistic shop that's down there and they let you order your own bacon. Um, yeah. but not without beer. Charlie, he loves that place. Yeah. Uh, Johnny, what do you think of your of this one? I was going to go artist in the grunge era to uh, Seattle. See, that, that could be it, too. Seattle's there, too. Mark your deciding vote. Dallas or Seattle. I just, 
I just oh personally. Well, no, for the cookie. For the cookie. For the cookie. Artistic. Yeah, we do it all for the cookie. Oh. <laughs> Stick it up your what? Seattle. I'm gonna go see. I gotta Seattle. go back right. with the orb, even though I got no rationale for it on that one. Oh, why not? No, I, I, I think the artistic viewpoint of Seattle and the grunge era and the the new age hippies that are still listening to Pearl Jam, even though they fucking suck. Um. Oh, thank you, Scotty. I fucking hate him. <laughs> Jesus, here's, it's so nice to hear somebody else who doesn't like Pearl Jam. Here's, here's the problem with Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam <laughs> is this this uh, era of writers, Bruce Springsteen. In That's that, what the, I was just thinking that the, the 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 young the younger writers are like, oh, I'm gonna go see Pearl Jam. It's like fucking everybody else saying all the other hockey writers going Springsteen, yeah. And it's like fucking. <laughs> and then the next, so and then there's the the. Most of the people our age are that's Dave Matthews for them. Yeah, nope. Dave Matthews mm. will be the next wave. Um, oh, I know, yeah. And, the, the, and yep, exactly. Well, they both mumble when they they all mumble when they sing. So there's and a like, common like, denominator. One, that's what I was gonna say. The one common thread for all of them. <laughs> yes, they all <laughs> they all mumble. They're, they and mumble they say, and they strain on. their voices. And Come it's, on. <laughs> on a steel horse I ride. What great lyrics. That's Bon Jovi. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong, New Jersey. Sorry, my brain first went to try up the uh, the comic <laughs> dog, and that was the only thing I could remember. Maybe we were tri- born to run. I forgot Triumph went to the Bon Jovi concert, oh, where there were 80,000 people holding listen. down four steady jobs. Personally, I loved the final countdown. That was that's, good. that's probably that one of my good favorite one. tracks. Yeah. That listen, I got it from honest, Bruce Springsteen. I, 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 yeah. Was that his, off of his uh, USA, born in the USA album? <laughs> yes. I love I love Bruce Springsteen. I won't lie, but Born to Run is I hate that tune because it's just like <laughs> like what are you saying? What happened? I mean. A lot of people would say that about Dylan too, that you couldn't understand a damn no, word. No, uh, everyone saying. says it about no, Dylan. No, when he slowed it down, you could understand <laughs> him. It's when he sped up that you One headline. Wait, that was the other Dylan. That was his son. <laughs> Fuck. Hold on a minute. Shit. Wrong Dylan. Yeah, wrong Dylan. That's a wrong Dylan. jealousy. Uh, nope. That's Google. That's Shin Blossoms. No, that's Shin Blossoms, yep. Nope. So that was their best song. Yes. Wallflowers, baby. Wallflowers. Yep. Yep. Jeez. Mm-hmm. All of them. Yeah, the all, that all was of still that was still kind of in my musical era then. You know? What if God I was, was in my thirties? It was nope, still that's... my musical era in a way. Yeah. Joan Osborne. Not even close. Uh. Not even close. Her father wrote Crazy Train. It was great. Um wait a minute. No. no what? Wrong Osborne. Mm, sure. <laughs> What if God was one of us? Blue, 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 blue. Oh, great song, man. I wrote that. Yes, I did. Thank you, number two. Uh, <laughs> all right. Off we went on a tangent. Now, this, this we guys, got one more. We're getting yeah. into summer months. Let, let we'll just alert you guys right now. Going to be oh, a lot God. more of this. Thank you for your dollar. Um, uh, Edmonton. Dude, I enjoyed that. Edmonton. I'm just gonna keep naming wrong songs perfect. for different artists for the rest of the year. Let's let's do that, and hopefully we can build a comedy like, period. Unironically, <laughs> I'm gonna do it as well. Johnny just doesn't know music that well. <laughs> um, all right, Vegas, Edmonton. Um, 
one I don't care about. Like I don't care about two series in that, and two series I do care about. So it's the Canadian teams. I don't want them to win. <laughs> um, uh, Vegas, you know, they did what they needed to do. Had a little rocky start. They got through it. Edmonton, same thing. Got a little rocky start there. Um, Evan Bouchard really coming out of his shell for Edmonton, I think, on the power play and, and defensively too. But goaltending, a huge situation with them. As always, mm-hmm. fucking where have we heard this As before? Always, it never goes away, so yeah. they got to rely on their scoring. But yeah. to be to be fair, they had, they uh, the Oilers had a had a tougher opponent in the Kings than the Golden Knights did in the Jets. So yeah, that's true. <clears throat> yeah. So who do you got, Lyle? Oh, Oilers! Oh, Oilers! The proud, most dude. potent yeah, offense fucking... against against a team that mm-hmm. has the second worst <laughs> power play in the play or penalty kill. Sorry, in the playoffs. Against the top power play, mm. that does not bode well. If the Golden Knights was, can't stay out of the box; they are toast. Was there a point in time that the Edmonton Oilers were their power play was at like fifty six percent in the first round? I, I feel it. like I heard that on NHL Network, and I was just like walking past the TV. Yeah, no, I was that's like, wait, that, what? That is true. That is Holy true. Holy shit! The power play percentage is way, way up there. You know, it's almost like a flashback to the Gretzky Oilers. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Orb. Back, I, okay, oh. I gotta check something here real quick. You check that while the orb picks. Continue while you're doing this here. Yeah. Who's Do the, the home team? Uh, Vegas, I think, is higher seed. Yes. Vegas, baby. Yes, Vegas was the higher seed. Yeah. Vegas, without a doubt. Damn, VG. Yeah. Day. Uh, Vegas, baby. I that admire. Was, I weird. admire your confidence. Okay. Okay. Very quickly, Johnny. Power play percentage: Edmonton Oilers, fifty-six point three percent. Wow! Whammo! Don't get a penalty. Let me go back in time. Nice. To the nineteen eighty-three-eighty-four Edmonton Oilers, the first year they won the Stanley Cup. And let's see what the power play percentage was. Oh, only twenty-two point four percent. Fucking cowards. Fucking bullshit. Wow. Uh, yeah. That was the third best, though, in the playoffs oh. up here. The best power play percentage? You guessed it, Frank Stallone. Each of you have a guess, oh. please. What playoffs Which was this? Which team in the 84 playoffs had the best power play percentage? Who goes first? The Islanders. Sorry. Mm. Sorry. Mark. The Hartford Whalers. Sorry. <laughs> he had to go pretty far down the list. Yeah. They weren't even in the playoffs <laughs> that year. <laughs> I did. I have first, I honestly thought they were there. Okay, Scotty, who you got? I'm just going to go uh, Washington Capitals because it's the one. You not? are correct. I fucking, of course. Had to be, what, 26.3%. Had to be a reason Washington he asked Cap- that. <laughs> the Washington Capitals. That, that, was, that was during the. Uh, that was during the. <laughs> nope. That was the Rod nope. Langway years. <laughs> it was, the Scott, was when Scott Stevens was offensive. <laughs> Yes, Pat Pete, when he was offensive for, for, for scoring, <laughs> not offensive for his hits. Yeah. Right? Yeah. All right, Donkey, what do you got? Vegas or Edmonton? Donkey is sad. Edmonton. <laughs> I think Cookie could be Edmonton, too. Okay. The best prophet of the future is the past, and Mark Messier has been getting a lot of fucking TV time these days. <laughs> <laughs> And Wayne Gretzky's doing his spots from home and pre-records. Um, yeah, I think that's at Edmonton. If you, if, if unless you gentlemen disagree, no, I will go with that. I mean, I Vegas doesn't have any past. It's true. 
Um, so there we go. We've done it second <coughs> round. Lyle, uh, other first round thoughts? Uh, yeah. Um, I'm happy. I said, I, on the one hand, I'm disappointed that I didn't get to see uh, the chaos if the Leafs got eliminated in the first round again. But on the other hand, though, again, I'm very, very happy for my relatives and uh, friends who are longtime Leafs fans. I have an uncle who is 87 years old. He's been a Leafs fan since 1944, for crying wow. out loud. So the he, he remembers them when they were good. Right. <laughs> well, that's he remembers good. Them, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, very they're, they're very happy that way. So I'm happy for them. Uh, Winnipeg Jets, boy, oh boy, oh boy. Dysfunction at the junction, kids. But I don't blame Rick Bonus one bit for the, it was night. It was refreshing to see honesty come from an NHL coach whose name is not John Tortorella. Right. Because Rick Bonus does not do that, what he did. But that 90-second press conference... That was just scathing, and he had every right to say what he said. And you know what? Most most Winnipeg Jets fans agreed with him. They were disgusted and disappointed too. It was just like, yeah, they they the the Jets is as he said, the Jets were rolling this season until February when they were challenging for uh, first first place in the Western Conference, and when teams started coming after them. They just folded. Mm-hmm. So I think there's going to be some some changes there. Though you'd never know it from Kevin Sheveldayoff's press conference afterwards where he gave the equivalent of a word salad for like 40 minutes. Said, fuck all. Meanwhile, in Calgary, they're like, right, we're firing the coach. <laughs> we fired the GM last week. We should have fired the coach then too, but now we're really going to do it though. Now we're really going to do it. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, big, big, big doings I think going to happen. Well, they have to. Winnipeg's going to have to. They got, they like I said, they they got three or four core guys there that are going to be unrestricted free agents next summer. If you're, not, if you can't resign them, trade them now, trade them now and get what you can because you, if if you bring them back, you're just going to have, you know, their status is just going to be an unnecessary distraction for you all throughout all next season. You know that, and if you miss the playoffs, all everybody's going to talk about is who are they going to trade them for at the day to trade deadline. So just do it now and start fresh. Um, let's see. Otherwise, uh, I said, yeah, we talked about Devils. Very, do, very do any impressive. of those core players for the Jets get traded at the deadline or in the offseason? Pardon me? Do any of those core players from the Jets? Because it sounded like Connor Hellebuck was tired of losing. Um, oh, the, yeah. Um, well, I, I think if, uh, if I think Hellebuck's their most important player, yep. if they're going to resign. And if they can't, if he's, if he's not interested, Ooh, then okay. The Way you go. You trade it. Well, the Oilers would be all over him. Oh, man. Uh, actually, if he hits the free agent market next summer, there's going to be a lot of teams chasing him big yeah, time. Yeah. Um, but Shifley, I think Shifley's a goner. Man. I think he's going to go. And I mean, why not? Right now, his trade value will never be higher. He hit 42 goals a career high this season. Move him now. Blake Wheeler, 37 years old. I mean, get what you can for him. Yeah. You know. Um, but Pierre-Luc Dubois, everybody seems to think he's going to the Montreal Canadiens. If that's the case, well, good luck trying to get a, a great deal from him because you have no leverage. Yeah, right. if, 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 if Dubois, you know, if the only team he wants to sign with when he becomes a UFA next summer is the Montreal Canadiens. Now, Elliot Friedman and Jeff Merrick were saying, well, we've heard some some teams were willing to acquire him this year and just have him for next season and then let him go. Yeah, okay, whatever, fine. 
you know, if, if there are teams willing to do that, to take them off your hands for a year, that'll give you a better deal than what the Habs will give you. Okay, fine. Go ahead. Because Montreal just sit back and go, okay, we'll give you uh, the Florida Panthers pick, which if the Panthers win this series, will be around 27th in the draft because right. we already have a high first. We'll give you that and a prospect. Oh, you want more? Well, we'll just wait till next summer when he's an unrestricted free agent and just walks into our arms. Good luck. Exactly. Yes. Patience is a virtue. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not entirely, I don't know. I'm kind of mixed feelings on that whole Dubois to Montreal speculation anyway. You know, I mean, he's going to want a big salary. He's going to want a, a big contract. He's the right age to come in there. He's only he's only 24. You yeah. know, he turns 25 this summer. Wow. But I yeah, felt like I, he was way older than that. Right? <laughs> no, he, yeah, he, he's, he made his debut at 18. Yeah, he's been in the league a while. But... I don't know. Like, yeah, he he plays well. He's a good, solid two way player. But when the game's on the line, he just doesn't seem to step up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I expected that he would go out there in that final game against the the Golden Knights and would just dominate. And he was invisible. And I was like, this is the guy you, you Montreal fans want to bring in. I mean, maybe if he comes in and plays for Martin Saint Louis, maybe Saint Louis can help him find. You know. Bring out the best in him. I don't know, but I think you got to be very, very careful if you're going to invest a lot of money into this guy, especially when you've got a lot of promising young talent that in a few years are going to be worth a lot, of, a lot of money. And mm-hmm. if you've got eight million tied up in in Dubois, that could be money going towards maybe a Kirby Doc or, you know, yeah. maybe a Lane Hudson down the road or whatever. Right. So he seems careful. like a very Russian Canadian, like very enigmatic type of yeah. person. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. Um, is Alex Lafreniere a bust? Ooh. I think it's too early to say that. I, I think he was rushed, mm-hmm. um, you know, for sure. I, I think that the Rangers uh, should not have uh, brought him in when they did, uh, right in <laughs> off the draft. I mean, first overall pick. I mean, you know, it's not that he played badly either for them in that first season, but there was a lot of pressure on that kid. And playing in one of the high-pressure hockey cities in North America, that's not an easy thing to do. I mean, th- this kid's not a Connor Bedard. I mean, Lef- Lafreniere was very good. He was back-to-back CHL player of the year. He, he was nothing. But, you know, he's, 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 he wasn't a ca- considered a can't-miss kid like, like Connor McDavid was, like Austin Matthew was, like Connor Bedard is considered to be. Mm-hmm. So I think they rushed him. He might have been better off. But to his credit, I mean, listen, he put up respectable numbers in the past two years. I mean, he did last season, he had, what, 19 goals and 31 points and had a really good performance in the playoffs alongside Kako and and, uh, Hedl. Um, But this year, it just seemed like he couldn't build off of that. You know what I mean? Like his numbers are pretty much like he had about eight more points, but three fewer goals. (laughs) So pretty much flat line. Right. But he's only 21. And... I would hesitate to call him a bust because you turn around, trade that guy. And that's, that's already the speculation, you know, coming out of New York Mm -hmm. already. It's like, will will they resign him? Or maybe they might be better off trading him for uh, an established right winger who can play that role. Right. Sure. You could do that. He probably will fetch you that, but then you run the risk of this kid going off and blossoming into that star. He's projected to be somewhere else. And then you look foolish. So, you know, um, I, I don't think that they'll like that they'll trade. I don't rule anything out. Maybe a club will, will swoop in and, and go, hmm, maybe they won't move them and make them an offer and, and maybe it happens. But 
you know, given that given that he has no leverage coming out of his entry level contract, his numbers are they're not they're not horrible, but they're eh, not where they were Something expected to be desired. To be. He's getting a two year bridge deal yeah. for you know a very low cost bridge deal. And it's going to be kind of a show me thing. Right. Um, as I said, I'd like to see a couple more years of his body of work before I would start to write him off as a bust. I have a feeling that he just needs to be not in New York. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. agree with that. I, I think he's just, he just hasn't been playing with the right coaches, too. Yeah. You know, but, you know, no, all due respect to Gerard Gallant, but, you know, Gallant, Gallant loves his veterans. You know, yep. there are coaches who just, they, they love their veteran guys and they stick with them. And, you know, um, yeah. But wasn't but, Gallant there last year when the Rangers got all the praise for the yeah. kid line? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, but, 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 but see, that kid line is their third line. Yeah. Lafreniere was projected to be top six scorer. Right. Now, I think part of it, too, is is he played left wing his whole career. And, of course, in New York, they've already got two top left wingers with Artemi Panarin and Chris Kreider. So they tried to make it, put him over on the right wing. Uh, they've tried several times, and it hasn't worked. So I think this may just be a case of just this wasn't the right match. I mean, I don't fault the Rangers for for selecting him. He was the best the best prospect. You take the best prospect. But they are already really deep on the left side. And I was saying at the time that unless they can manage to turn this kid into a quality right winger, this may not be a fit. And mm-hmm. I think to Johnny's point, I think that's part of what this all is. There's the pressure of playing in New York. Uh, maybe he's not being co- being coached right, and they're trying to get him to play his off wing, which, which he's not comfortable doing. Well, he also didn't really come into the draft with the personality that would be a New York type yeah. of personality, yeah. right? Like he was more, if I remember correctly, he was more of a quiet type kid. He just played hockey. He was really yeah. good at hockey, yeah. but he didn't have that like outgoing like personality that a Pasternak or even a Panarin really has, right? Yeah. Or a Patrick Kane in that situation. Yeah. So like he is the perfect example. If you take him out of that situation and he's playing in Ottawa instead, he's mm-hmm. probably fucking fantastic right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, that I could uh, listen, I could see and and you know, just I'm just I'm just throwing it out there. You know, I've got nothing to base this on, but I'm just going to throw this out there. Jeff Gordon drafted. Great driver. Mm -hmm. Left from here. He is. And he's also also terrific as a a general manager, too. You know. Oh, I'm sorry. Gorton. Jeff Gorton. Oh, great fisherman. My bad, guys. He also has fantastic fish sticks. Yeah. Love him. Yes. Uh, But anyway, he he drafted Lafreniere. That was his last year as general manager of the Rangers. You know, and if Lafreniere becomes available, does Gorton and uh, Ken Hughes go, hmm, maybe this kid might work out better if we bring him home? Maybe. To Quebec. You know what? Low pressure market. Low, (laughs) you know, they never had high expectations for the people Uh, from that province. But you got to remember, Pierre-Luc Dubois has wanted to be with the Montreal Canadiens since he was 18 years old. 
old. This did whole he have thing, sheets? Everybody was wondering, and this goes just to sidetrack here. Yeah, yeah, he had the bed sheets like Tavares. Yeah, <laughs> but but honestly, like there was a very interesting story came out about three weeks ago. Aaron Portsline, who covers uh, the Blue Jack, he's been their beat writer forever, and he covers them for the for the Athletic. He's really good. He is, and he dropped a very interesting story about. He said nobody is wondering why Dubois, like why did the relationship sour between Dubois and the Blue Jackets back around like 2020, right? Or mm-hmm. was it, I believe it was 2020? Yeah. And um, because here, he, here, he, you know, he just bought, he just bought himself, uh, you know, got himself a new uh, a condo downtown uh, Columbus. He was all settled in, you know, everything seemed to be going good. And then all of a sudden, like contract talks just seemed to go off the rails. He accepted a short-term deal with them. And then a month later, you know, he got traded to uh, to Winnipeg. And he said that what had happened was they'd put off, he, he'd held off on signing with the Jackets because he was expecting an offer sheet from the Canadians. Mm-hmm. This is in 2020. And who was the general manager of the Canadians back then? Crazy Mark Bergevin, who the year before offer sheeted Sebastian Ajo, right? And Dubois really wanted, or uh, Bergevin really wanted Dubois. I mean, around the time when the trade rumors were flying around before he got shipped out to Winnipeg, he made an offer for him. He mm-hmm. he tried to get him, but Winnipeg's offer was 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 line A plus Roslovich, so he couldn't top that. But Dubois has wanted to be a Montreal Canadian since he was a kid. I mean, he's born and raised in the area, for God's sake. You know, the draft last year, he went to the draft and. Everybody thought that, you know, in the first round that there was that a trade was going to happen. That buzz was really strong. And now, of course, he downplayed it. He said, oh, no, no, I'm a friend of mine has this the luxury box and he invited me down and blah, blah, blah. And maybe that's true. But anyway, so uh-huh. getting back to Lafreniere, this could be a case of a kid who, listen, if the Canadians were interested and he came back to Montreal and came back home to Quebec and play for Montreal. I don't think this would be a case of uh, necessarily of oh no, too much pressure here. This could be a case of yeah, this kid thrives in a high pressure market in the right high pressure market. New York may not be the right market for. Him. When you were talking, Johnny, about like the right type of personality, you know who I thought would have been a good personality to go there would have been like somebody like Brady Kachuk. Uh-huh. If the Rangers mm-hmm. had this had been the draft like a year or two before, yeah, with Brady Kachuk, oh, he would have been perfect for them. Yeah, because he's an but, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Brady or Matthew. But you got to be if you're going to thrive in New or York. Both. <laughs> both. <laughs> you got to be if you're going to thrive in New York, right? So there you are. But seriously, he would have He would have done, he would have just, oh, he would have just loved it there. They would have just embraced him wholeheartedly. So, uh-huh. yeah. But anyway, I don't think the Rangers will <clears throat> give up on him, but... I'm not going to fully rule out that he might get traded, but in terms of your question, is he a bust? No, I think it's too early to make that that call. So speaking of Montreal real quick, <clears throat> I mean, St. Louis has done a fantastic oh, yeah. job turning an interim coach project into his fucking job now. Yeah. Mm. Like, oh, my God. This year was, even though not great, right? I mean, he... Yeah. People were injured. Yeah. I mean, he's done well to put together a good team. Yeah, those guys, those guys, they love playing for him. I haven't heard anybody yet have a bad word to say about him as a coach, you know. And that was something else, too, Portsline had pointed out about Dubois. Um, St. Louis 
was worked as a consultant for the Blue Jackets that year. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. San Louis kind of helped you, like like Dubois said that that uh, San Louis had really kind of helped him rediscover his love of the game again, you know. So if Dubois what goes to Montreal, you know, hey, maybe this could be a perfect fit playing for the right coach, you know, maybe he just brings all of that, you know, finally turns him into that complete player all the time rather than showing up once in a while, sort of thing, you know. I definitely think Lafreniere would thrive playing for uh, for San Louis as well. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you look at the kids that come in there. I mean, Kirby Doc came in there this year with high expectations too. I mean, Habs fans were thrilled to get him, but he faced big expectations too, and people were wondering, okay, well, how's he going to do there in a more in even more intense market than Chicago? Mm-hmm. And playing for San Louis until he got hurt, like they put him on the same line with Caulfield and Suzuki, they were dynamite together. And then they moved him down to second line, second line center for a bit. And he, and until he got hurt, he was starting to show some progress there. And he came back from injury and had a few more games and, and just the difference he made in the lineup when he came back. So, again, to your point there, Johnny, yeah, San Luis, so far, you can't look, I can't look at any of the kids there that have played for him in the last year and a half and go, yeah, you know, uh, he's kind of being held back by San Luis. Or no, he kind of regressed under San Luis. They all seem to be doing well. What of the Boston Bruins? Speaking of, oh boy, what of yeah. the Boston Bruins? <clears throat> yeah, they went all in this year, to, yeah. big time. Almost, I would say the Rangers went a little more all in with their yeah. acquisitions, yeah. but they Boston was close. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, they, it was different needs, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the Rangers needed depth on right wing, so they brought in Kane and Tarasenko. Uh, Boston didn't have that issue, but they wanted to have kind of a, gr- a, a gritty sort of middle six forward. They got it in Bertuzzi. They wanted to have a, a good, another good puck-moving defenseman with Jam. They got that with Orlov. They wanted to have another gritty forward there, brought mm-hmm. in Hathaway. I mean, yeah, so they went all in, and <clears throat> they crapped the bed. Now, part of it was Ulmark, it turns out, was injured, playing through an injury. Through those six games that he played in, apparently it was debilitating enough that it affected his movement, to which I say, what the fuck is wrong with you, Jim Montgomery, supposed NHL coach of the year, that you would mm-hmm. let this guy play hurt when you had a perfectly healthy right. Jeremy Swayman on the end of the bench, who, guess mm-hmm. what, is sharing the friggin' Jennings trophy with you, for God's sake. Why wait until the last game of the oh. season? <laughs> yeah, you knew this guy was hurt. You should have put him in there after game four or game five or whatever. Or one of the you know, games. Who why cares? even bother? Like, why not put him in there in game one for God's sake and yep. let Olmark have a chance to rest up? See, this is one of these things that, you know, this whole NHL mythology of the NHL player who has a bad injury but grits his way through it and, by God, plays well, and we all celebrate him. Oh, remember, like, Bobby Orr with his knee and Bergeron with his cracked rib, fractured ribs and punctured lung? Aren't they heroes? And it's like, yeah, and sometimes they are, but most times it, it's not heroic because they're hampered. They don't play as well. That was very obvious in game six. Mm-hmm. Omar, like... Allmark didn't didn't play too too badly in Game Five, other than that brain fart in overtime. Things happen, but that wasn't anything to do with his injury. Okay. That was just he fucked up. You know, it happens. But Game Six, he did not look like the the the, the Vezina candidate that he was throughout the season at all. And that's when I think you could really tell that the injury was starting to take its toll. Mm-hmm. None of us knew it at the time. We find this out later, and I'm like, you know, now it wasn't Jeremy Swayman's fault. 
that they lost that game seven. Jeremy Swayman, I thought, played well, given the circumstances he was put in in game seven. But, man, he should have been in there, you know, a game or two beforehand. He really should have. If if Allmark's playing hurt, then why bother? Like I said, let Allmark rest up for maybe if you need him later on and you start Swayman, who plays pretty well. Yeah. Come on. So... Is this Swayman one of those also, situations uh, where the coach is out thinking himself, like, oh, if I start Swayman and I and I have to explain why I'm starting Swayman, then it's gonna then I'm gonna have to say that Olmark's hurt, and I don't want to have to say that Olmark's hurt, so because then they can prepare for Swayman. It's sometimes, like, sometimes you got to be honest. I mean, to your point, Mark. Yes, I mean it would have raised some eyebrows if they started Swayman over Olmark, and you go, why did you do that? You start with no. But it, maybe he was overthinking himself. But, you know, sometimes you can't hide an injury. Sometimes you have to come out and be honest and go, listen, Allmark's banged up a bit. You don't tell them how bad it is. You just say, yeah, he's a little banged up. So we're going to start Jeremy. We're going to start Swayman for you know a game or two. And we'll just see how things go. Give Allmark some time to, to recover. If it's that debilitating, you just don't say a fucking I mean, thing. <laughs> sometimes you know. the thing is, though, that, in this, the the goaltender's got to step up because Jeremy's got to have some sway, man. And <laughs> they were also they were also up three one. That's yeah, exactly. You could yeah. you could have. So it's it's not like one. it's not with like Omar. Yeah, like they were up three one with Omar in goal. Like if you wanted to take him out because he couldn't fucking move, then do it after game four or yes. do it after game five. Yes. But Swayman in no way, shape, or form saw the goal the puck that went in the net in overtime, it, it, he might not still know. Yeah, he's still not. He doesn't know where it's at. He's out on the ice. Just what the hell's because, going on? Because, like, every replay I saw of that, he had no idea that that puck was even Great screen by Kachuk, yeah. though. <laughs> so, so, 10 on 10 screen. But now, though, all, but also, Bruins, also the Bruins, I mean, you got to wonder, is, have we seen the finally seen the last of Patrice Bergeron? Have yes. we seen finally the last of David Krejci? Yes. Yep. There you go. And if so, then they're going to have to to try and find them some replacements. Oh, what's that? Oh, they haven't got any money. Ouch. Because bonus overages ate up almost all of what little cap space they have. You hate to see it. Oh, and it's 3-2 Panthers. It was 2-0 Panthers, then tied at 2, and now Verhege's made it 3-2. Carter Verhege. Come to play. Let's fucking go. Nah, fucking let's go. Fuck the Leafs. (laughs) They've come Um, to play. Oh, it's only the second period. What the yeah, only the second period. It's like here we go. Hey, this is what I hate about the. Uh, this is what I hate about the second round. Once you get in the second round, they're like, "Hey, we're going to give you one game at seven o'clock," yeah. and you're like, "Cool," because yeah. I'm not going to see past the second period because I go to sleep. <laughs> Come on, uh, people, give me uh, more I, than one game. I will say this: my final four of chaos uh, mm-hmm. is uh, Dallas, Vegas, Florida, Carolina. Mm-hmm. Oh, non-traditional oh. hockey market for the win. Oh. No team yeah, above but, but the Mason-Dixon line. You, you've forgotten though the Gary Bettman nightmare: Edmonton versus Toronto. Yeah, no, that would no be... money in the American markets. Nobody in the American markets watching. Whereas here in Canada, we're all going batshit. Right. But the only thing that occurs in the Edmonton-Toronto series is that both cities burn. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
Someone, so I'm trying to um, let me find let me find on my Twitter because someone had a... <laughs> like one's just really fucking happy, the other one's really sad, but they're just gonna burn shit. Like we already <laughs> we've seen this happen before. I'm I'm pissed off Toronto didn't go more crazy and burn more cop cars. I think that was a they did a disservice <laughs> to themselves on the fireworks. Fucking bullshit, cowards yeah. do something. Yeah, cowards. <laughs> fucking asses. Come on, you dumbasses. Anyway, Toronto, the city that fun forgot. Right. <laughs> I like, I it's like... right on the motto as you're driving in on the far open. Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Welcome to the city that fun forgot. Enjoy on. our paved green beltway. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> um, yeah. Who needs trees? Damn trees. Get them out of the way so I can see all. the CN Tower. But you can see it over the trees. Not enough of it. Cut them trees down. <laughs> I'm uh, Doug Ford. So what happens when you... I'm not going to say that. That's, <laughs> that, that's scrolling, too far. Scrolling. <laughs> <laughs> scrolling, scrolling. All right, here uh, we go. Are we, are, we, are we trying to kill time? No, I found, I found, I found this. Oh. Um, someone, someone on the internet, uh, whose at is uh, Torque Penderloin. <laughs> <laughs> because of course it is. <laughs> Torque without the U E at the end. Oh come on! I know it's oh, fine. Uh, he said in his group chat he was saying that Oilers Leafs final is what the world needs. Important to note how many people this makes angry. Leafs fans, Oilers fans, all other Canadian teams fans, American fans who desperately don't want a Canadian team to win the cup. No other matchup has this impact. So there is a very good <laughs> This very feels right. like one of those uh, or she. Yeah. like uh <clears throat> like if you tie a piece of buttered toast to a cat, it just spins, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> And never hits the ground. Right, yeah. It's like one of them is they're going to find a way to not award the Stanley Cup that year. <laughs> I don't want to win. Game seven, they just. COVID? Game seven, they're like, we want to we wanna split the cup because we're Canadian. And it's like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> okay. Like, okay. I, and by the way, to your point, Mark, okay, we all know that a cat lands on its feet. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We all know that a piece of buttered side toast always lands butter side down. Right. That's mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. So what would happen if you tied a piece of buttered toast to the back of a cat and threw it off a building? Yeah, it's just perpetual Centrifuge. motion. <laughs> All right. It never hits the ground. Now I got one for you. Okay. Would you rather have to fight a gorilla every day for the rest of your life? You don't know when it's going to show up. Or sorry, every week for the rest of your life. You don't know when it's going to show up, but you never die. Okay, okay. so you, you fight a gorilla... Don't know what uh, once a week. Don't know when it's going to show up. You never die. Wait, yeah. so you never die at all, or you never, never die from fighting the gorilla? You never you die at fighting, fighting the gorilla. Fighting the gorilla. Okay, but do the you next feel day the pain? You could be stepping out. For, you could yeah. uh, be stepping off the curb from the hospital. You just get released from, yeah, from you fighting feel the gorilla pain. and get hit by a bus. You but, feel the okay. pain. All right, um, <clears throat> but you never die. You get a shake. You, you shake it off and you regroup, okay. or have every thought you think come true. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Ooh. We'd be in a really shit place if every oh, thought wow. I thought I every thought that I think <sighs> came true. Yeah, right. Oh, excuse me. Uh, there's there's somebody at the door. Oh, it's a gorilla. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, I do not want every thought I've ever thought to come true. Holy shit! <laughs> right. I'm scaring myself just thinking about that. <laughs> oh God. Ah, uh, so there's ah! that. Um. Oh, M A. F- uh, Turning from that, Emmy Flory wants to be back with Minnesota, even in a backup role. <laughs> that's going to be his last hurrah. Does, does Minnesota want Emmy Flory back? Yes, that's the question. Yeah, the, yeah, 
he's very affordable, and they they still want him there to 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 back up uh, Gustafson. Who uh, it looks like they finally got themselves a starter. Right. Does the uh, does those Minnesota Wild Philip Gustafson, who by the way the Ottawa Senators traded away to get Cam Talbot. Sometimes what? the jokes just write themselves. It happens, man. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Speaking of Ottawa, would well, you rather? Actually, <clears throat> sorry. Before we go to Ottawa, think about how many Washington Capitals goaltenders are on St- Stanley Cup playoff teams this year. Former Washington Capitals goaltenders. You had Varlamov. You have Grubauer. You had uh, Varlamov. What's oh, his Varlamov. nuts in New Jersey? Vanacek. Uh, oh, Vanacek. Yeah. Yeah, Vanacek in New Jersey. I feel like there's one more. Out there somewhere. I think it was just the three. It was just the three of well, them. Well, no, it was, it was been... Grubauer, Varlamov, yeah, Vitek. Well, uh, you have uh, it was um, uh, what's the other guy that was in the on the Islanders? Samsonov. Samsonov. And yeah, there you go. Are two Samsonov. Samsonov in Toronto. Yeah, there four. So four. <clears throat> Playoff caliber and goaltenders t- that the Caps decided to all of them let go to go sign Darcy Kemper, who when all you could have had was a sixth attacker. Yep. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you. That's all so, they need. Uh, yeah. speak, speaking of Ottawa, Snooper Ryan Reynolds, Lyle, who do you want? Oh, boy. <sighs> Would you rather? That's a hard conversation. <laughs> yeah. Is there Honestly, a gorilla? That's, that's tough because, yeah, <laughs> that's that you. whole thing. Yeah. Uh, well, Ryan Reynolds has obviously experience with a with a sports team as a sports owner. Low tier sports team, yes. Doesn't matter, Wrexham. Well, no, I'm yeah. saying I'm saying the comparisons Wrexham are, are there. Yes, there you the, go. The comparisons are there. Ottawa and <laughs> no, Wrexham. It was, not, well, it was not Wrexham till I die. That's it. Uh, Ottawa is the Wrexham of Ontario. We know that. Yeah. Sunderland till I die is a way different show. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, Snoop Dogg, yo, he is a longtime hockey fan. He loves the game. And I love what he said about how he wants to bring, you know, he wants to bring hockey to the community, he wants to bring to kids. But he the line I love what he said, he wanted kids to know that somebody who looked like him could play hockey. Mm-hmm. Now I'm assuming he meant somebody of, this, of of his skin color and not somebody who is like a really cool rapper with funky sunglasses. But you'd right. be okay with that still. I'd yeah. be okay. Well, they, even well, still, you know, yeah. funky rappers with with funky sunglasses they need love too, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah. but Snoop, yeah, I don't think you go wrong with the other guy. Um, I feel like Snoop would be a goalie. Mm. Like he's very thin and tall. <laughs> like I think if you put enough pads on him, that he would fill out well. I think he'd just but, be a state a defense a defenseman, right. tall defenseman. Either way, yeah. can I just say it's it's just it's kind of neat to see uh, to see the senators getting this much love, you know, when they're on the on the on the for sale block there, you know. I yeah. mean, the bell damn, of the ball, there's, finally. There's some heavy hitters coming out there with some big bucks. Come I mean, the the Reynolds group is willing to pay over 1.2 billion Ooh. to get the Sens, like. Ooh, man, you got to step up if you're going to top that bid. It's, it's a far cry from when the NHL couldn't get rid of them. <laughs> when the NHL owned them and the Sabres in the same time span. So. Yep, exactly. Uh, by the way, Snoop Dogg. But Dogg's... it was thanks to Gary Bettman that they're still in their cities and still alive. That's true. You know, uh, as much as people love to shit on Gary Bettman, if you're a fan of the Ottawa Centers, the Buffalo Sabres, you should be sending him a thank you card every goddamn year because he kept saved your franchises and kept them in your city. Snoop Dogg, 6'3 and uh, three quarters. 
There you go. Six four. Right. So. He's, 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 he'd be, be a small right. goalie. He could be, yeah, be right yeah. height for a goalie though. And like you said, I mean, most goalies are tall and thin. He won't. You know? He won't make it to Clint's goalie farm though. No, you need to. Be you got to be at least taller. six five and a half. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At Clint, least two or three inches taller. Get the coach yeah. Clint Middlemuck's goalie uh, goalie farm. Um, I mean, I still uh, I still remember meeting Ryan Miller and thinking, is this the same person? <laughs> Because he was just very tall and very thin. Yeah. And mm. then you threw pads on him, and you're like, oh, he's like 250. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Nope. Nope, he nope. was not. No, definitely no, not. Like a buck 65, you wrapped him up in a lot of tape. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm pretty certain I weighed more than some of the police. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get to some hot huh, fuck you. Yay! Boys, you know, March, March happened. Uh-huh. March Madness. Yeah. At the end at the end of March and during this time it was doom and gloom. Didn't know when the next game was well, gonna be. You still come. had snow. I know. Didn't know what's gonna happen. March two thousand four was a hell of a time. We didn't know when the next game was gonna be after this. End of the regular oh, season of playoffs. Yeah, that's right. Last one yeah. before uh, before the nuclear winter. Fucking some teams are just selling off all their parts because they didn't know what's going to happen. They knew a salary cap was coming. They're like, maybe we can do this. Maybe we want to be in position for a top draft pick. So we get to March 30th. One of the <coughs> hottest rivalries of the 80s comes to town. Unrecognizable. <coughs> Unfucking recognizable. So that's why tonight we're doing the Washington Capitals and Pittsburgh Penguins for March 30th, 2004. Post deadline dog shit <laughs> rosters. Good luck, boys. It's Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage, except in WCW. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's it's late stage Hulk Hogan, Randy Savage. Oh, it's, no, it's, or, it's, or, or better, late stage Hulk Hogan and Roddy Piper. Or late yeah. stage Hulk Hogan Ultimate Warrior when Hulk when Ultimate Warrior oh. burns his own face. Wow. Um, yeah. All right. These teams are awful. <clears throat> oh boy. Boys. They're all, they're all, have it's fun. hard to believe that they were. It's been that they, long ago, eh? Yeah, you, you think about almost it. It's been, 20 that's years. Almost twenty years ago. Yep, but yet, it, yet, in another way, though, it seems like it wasn't all that long ago. We can remember because we were doing this show. <laughs> yeah, this was <laughs> this was a time. Holy, these teams are dog shit, boys. Good luck, Whoa. Mark. Go ahead. Well, remember Pittsburgh? They were talking about moving them yeah. around this Kansas time. City, baby. You know have. there there are some there are some more obvious options that I'm not going to go with, oh, but boy. I'm going to go with Chris Peach. Chris Peach, Ugh. but which team? It doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't Just matter. He's yet. not on there. Uh, sorry, he couldn't even crack this roster. Oh, he was oh, late at Hershey. No. <laughs> Johnny, do it. Do the other one. Uh, Chris Bork. Nope. A few Damn. years away from him, oh. didn't draft it. Lyle. Uh. Um, Yammer Yager? Nope. Sorry. Whoa. I kind of figured he was no. at the Rangers by that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we 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 did the three obvious but yeah. on right. both teams. Now it's time. You know, time now to get real. Down. Yeah, time to get real. The real world. Mark. The real. The real. To the dog shit city where the teams are <laughs> crap and the girls oh, these are. These teams are bad. <laughs> All right, Mark Andre Fleury. <laughs> Sorry, no Mark Andre Fleury. <laughs> no. That was before him. No, yeah, no, no he, he was with no, the team. He got drafted. That he got year. sent. He no, he got drafted. Yeah, he got drafted that summer, but got sent back yeah. down to Cape Breton. Yeah, yeah, yeah but uh, he did play some games. He that did. Season. He started the year, just, and then they were yeah, dog shit, and it's there. like, nope. Yeah, yeah. Johnny, <clears throat> um, Jeff Halpern. 
Jeff Halpern's on the board. Yes, sir. Hey, there we go. Nailed it. One of us broke through. Goal and two yeah. assists. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. He was the goal scorer that yeah. year. Lyle. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm thinking Robert Robert Long with the Penguins. Oh, oh. C- could have been. He might have been on the caps. Sorry, neither. He was with the Red Wings. Oh. He got traded to the Red Wings. <laughs> Sorry. Wow, there is a lot of incestual yeah. <laughs> playership between these two. Really teams. is. And guess what? What are you what? guys doing back then? The, if you can't join, if you yeah. can't beat them, join them. I will say this: this now roster, the roster is between I, the two. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Yeah. Now I understand okay. why you Capitals fans and Penguins fans hate each other so much. Y'all were in a you all it's were kissing in a relationship cousins. once. It's kissing no, it's cousins, and it went bad. It's, it's kissing Western cousins. You yeah. had a divorce. Yeah. Right. It was ugly. All right, they Mark, what do you got? Didn't they? And we got to keep Chris Beach. Right, exactly. <laughs> Somehow. All right. Unfortunate. Here we go. All right, Sergey Gonchar. Sorry, nope. He was already gone. Come on, really? Yeah. Are you just trying to name everybody that's played on both teams. Yeah, kind of. Dallas. Uh, where was Sergey at that point? He had to have been on one of these two teams. He wasn't. He's not on this team, man. Oh, I'm telling man. you. Um, where was he at that? Because he, I think he Dallas? was part of the. He might have been Dallas. Wasn't he with Dallas? No, there? Boston. He got traded oh, to Boston. God. Did he get traded with Dimitri Christich? Oh, it'd been great if he did. That's probably what it was. <laughs> Johnny, your God pick. Damn it. Uh, Oli Kolzig. Sorry, no Oli in that. He was the backup in this game. This is oh, even worse. God. Wow. Lyle. No Johan Hedberg? Sorry, no Johan Hedberg. <laughs> <laughs> There's almost no chance you're getting either the of these deadline, right? This is post-trade. This is the... Uh, so everybody we knew who was once yep, on the team. No longer. This okay. is so good. Mark. Oh, man. Jesus Christ. Ken Klee. He was with the Leafs. Sorry. <laughs> Johnny. This is so much more fun. Oh, it is, isn't it? This is hilarious. <laughs> Watching a car crash in real time. Oh, oh, yeah. This is a good one, Scotty. Yeah. Johnny. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Uh, um, Chris Simon. I, he was in Calgary. Sorry. <laughs> he, he played for both teams, too, didn't he? No, I don't think he played for Pittsburgh. Oh. Oh. Sorry. Oh, uh, man. To Lyle. Um, Might be the only one. Okay. Um, my name from last week is coming coming to my uh, Brendan Witt. Ah, there it is. Brendan Witt. There it is. Oh, last last few God. ones there. Wow. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Mark, what do you got off of Brendan Witt? Ben Clymer. Oh, he, oh. he was in Tampa still. Unfortunately, uh, he had not made it to D.C. yet. Uh, Johnny. Um, Boyd Gordon. Ooh. Nope, Boyd Gordon still a few years, uh, a year away, uh, still up in the dub. Jeez. To to Lyle. Okay, Pittsburgh deep right. cut here. Yep. Ryan Malone. Oh, you're riding with Private Malone, absolutely on that board. Yes. Uh, there you go. There you go. Mark up oh. to you. That kind of reminded me of somebody. Oh, boy. Dinus Zubris. Dinus Zubris, sorry. Uh, hadn't come to Who town was he yet. with, Scotty? <laughs> uh, was he? St- he might have still been in Philly. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, fucking. Uh, By the way, hockey references turned to dog shit. I fucking. It's freezes up on me all the goddamn time now. Well, I mean, it's a hockey 
site. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> uh, <laughs> LOL. Got him. All right. Who the hell is it? Turn. Me. Johnny, go ahead. I'm going to go Matt Cullen. Ooh. Sorry. Matt Cullen, not there. Damn it. Sorry. Uh, to Lyle. Okay, it's probably early for this guy, but what the hell? Uh, Brooks Orpik? Brooks Orpik on the board, yes, sir. Hey, there you oh, go. Wow. Another, okay. Another... <laughs> he definitely wasn't on the Cavs. <clears throat> no, no, he was a penguin. No, he wasn't on the Cavs that year. No, to, to, to Mark. Um, but another guy that was on both teams. Okay. So, uh, Martin Straka? Marty Straka, sorry. Sorry. Mm. I think uh, I'm Ofer. You... I don't think I've got anybody. Right no, I don't think you have. Wow. You got guys who were there before. Yeah, the you, you're hitting all around it. <laughs> um, Johnny. Um, man, Chris Tamer. Ooh, Chris Tamer pick, not there. Oh, but you you got the Tamer I hardly know her award of the show. Congratulations. <laughs> Glad I could get it. Yeah. Um, Lyle. Uh, let's try, uh, Colby Armstrong. Sorry, no Colby. I think he was still in Red Deer at that point. Okay, okay. He, he, he okay, so he was the one it was too early for. Yeah. Okay. Um, to <clears throat> Mark. Um. Right. Mm-hmm. Sean Morrison. Sorry, no Sean yeah. Morrison. Sorry, Johnny. Um. Maxine Wallet. Sorry, no maximum ovulation. <laughs> she was on both teams too. <laughs> yeah. To Lyle. Uh balls. Um holy fuck. Oh. Oh, Brooks like. Sorry, no Brooks like either Ottawa or not drafted yet. Uh, he really would've... does go to show you how bad the Capitals and the oh, Penguins were. Like, he was still in the got Crosby and Ovechkin. He was still in the minors because yeah. He oh was... okay. Yeah. So he was I... uh, the traded for Mister. This is tough Andrew. now. Yeah, we're into the tough part. Oh, okay, all the laughs are over now. Sure. Yeah, right. Now your boys are fucking coming to life. <laughs> oh, right. come on. Let's go back to what was fun. Come on, guys. Mark. This is the ultimate. Ha! Huh? Fuck you. Oh, yeah. it's yeah. like Scotty's like, hey, we're gonna give you your team, and you're not gonna yeah. know anybody and on you it. Know yeah. No one. <laughs> no one on this Who team. Who the hell are these guys? Get fucked. Anyway, Ooh. Mark, I think it's your turn. Jason Doig. No, sorry, no Doig. <laughs> oh, that's such a good pick, though. That is a good pick. Uh, I think he was injured because he halfway through the season he got canned on that one. <sighs> uh, so unfortunate. Johnny. Uh, Yogi Slavoski. No, Yogi Slavoski is not there. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> you just made that name up. <laughs> to, to Lyle. Uh. Shit, I had a name. Uh, um, oh, um, was Peter Bonder still there at that point? He was not, sorry. Yeah, I don't know. He was traded for Brooks Lake, and Brooks Lake was still on the junior <laughs> team by that time. There we go. Okay, now it's back to yep, getting there we again. Go. Okay. There we go. Uh, okay. Mark. So, uh, isn't that the story where Ottawa was playing in Washington yes. and Washington <laughs> trade Bonder to Ottawa and, and he Ottawa got on the plane got and on went the plane back with, with the team? Yep. Oh, my God. Yep, that is exactly the story. You are correct, sir. 
Mark? That has to be kind of awkward, eh? <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know. Hurry up and finish your shower. You got a bus to catch. Yeah, right. Guys. Airport. See you later, guys. Honey, Bye. I won't be home tonight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, honey, Road I'm trip. leaving the country. <laughs> it's not you, it's oh. me. <clears throat> Mark's up. Um... <clears throat> Oh, three. I, oh, I, I I got nothing. Oh, uh, what was that? Uh, uh, you're gonna laugh at me. It was a, it wasn't a defenseman that blocked shots. It was a forward that blocked shots. But I think his name is Quentin Lang. Was Quentin Lang there? <laughs> Quentin fucking Langpool. First off, props for that. Wrong team, but <laughs> props for that. He's not okay. there. Uh, he was a he up. played for the Caps around yeah. that time. Did he? I mean, apparently at this point, everybody yeah, did. Anybody did. Everybody played for the Caps yeah. at that point. Quentin Lang played for the Caps in 07-08. Okay. He was, in, uh, he was a Chicago Blackhawk. Quentin Lang. Got it. That's a good Quentin Lang pool, though. Um, bonus for that. <laughs> I was trying to go through the alphabet, you get the as ba- I typically do, and I <laughs> came across Q. <laughs> you got the bang-a-lang play of the night. Uh, Johnny. Oh, man. Um... Craig Billington? No Craig Billington, sorry. Lyle. Uh, probably early for this guy, too. He's a capital. I'm going to say Alex Semin of Alexander Semin Motors. He's on the board? Yeah, Is he? Thinking, Rookie year. He was a year before Ovechkin. And then, yep. Jeez. I wow, talked okay. myself out of it. Yep. No, this is his rookie year. And then he went to Russia for two years and then came back the uh, in Ovechkin's sophomore year. Wow. I forgot about so, that. Semin- I mean, I know he went back to Russia. Like, and he put, yes. Well, he put that time to good use in Russia. He took yeah. bongo lessons. You know, yeah. he was really good at it. Doing great. <laughs> uh, last call for Mark. Last call. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Here we go. All right. I, I'm going to go with the last one. Atta boy. That- that I know played for both teams, Brent Johnson. Sorry, no Brent Damn. Johnson. <sighs> Johnny, last call. Last call for Johnny. <sighs> um, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Man, this is, this is awful. <laughs> this yeah. is, like, real bad. Guys, this is fucking terrible. This is, this is, this is horrible. Oh man, it's terrible. These games are terrible. I'm watching hockey on TBS today. Uh, (laughs) Three three to two uh, Panthers early in the third. By the way, keep it going. Matt Niskanen. Matty Niskanen. Sorry, sorry. (sighs) Lyle, last call, last attempt at this dog shit game. Honestly, I I got a tap. All right. I got nothing. Going I'm sorry. out I with a, a whimper. Here we he go. Didn't play on either team. Nope. For the Penguins, <laughs> another incestual <Brent> name, <coughs> Matt Bradley, John Swatala's best friend. Oh, oh man. Boo. Kelly Bookberger, Mike Eastwood, another Caps incestuous thing, Rico Fada. Rico uh, Fada. He loves. Johnny, you say him every second. I know. <laughs> I know. He oh, loves goals. Dan Fouch, Rick Jackman, Konstantin Koltsev, Tom Kostopoulos, Milan Kraft, Malone was mentioned, Yosef Mechkash, Alexei Morozov, Orpik was mentioned, Lassie Peretta, John Sim, Martin Streback, Dick Tarnstrom, <laughs> Landon Wilson, and Annette J.S. Alban. Oh, J.S. Alban. 
for what the, a horrible, horrible team. For this dog shit Caps team, it gets worse, Lyle. Bates, <laughs> Bates Battaglia, who played 21 minutes this game somehow. Oh, Bates wow, Bates Battaglia. Rick Barry, who was only good at, from the three. Yeah, I thought uh, he was a great three-pointer. Yes. Great three-point shooter. Joseph, Joseph Bomardine. Uh, Jakob Kuda. Jean-Luc Grandpierre. Oh! <laughs> Halpern was mentioned. Craig Johnson. Joel Kwiatkowski. Kip Miller. Brad Norton. Steve Pete, Matt Pettinger. Todd <sighs> Roloff. Semin was mentioned. Roman Turdon. Darcy Vero. With two goals and an assist, Trent Whitfield. <laughs> Brendan Witt was mentioned. And in net, his only career NHL career win, Matt Yeats. <laughs> Matthew Yeats. We, we should have oh, gotten Pettinger. We wow. should have gotten Pettinger. Scotty, I, I didn't <laughs> See, I think that it was guarded. possible that the Capitals could top the, that Penguins team for dog also, shit. Dog but shit you're team. right. They absolutely did. Caps won this game 4-2. Uh... <laughs> So, <laughs> even every dog shit. I mean, has they had Halpern. Day. Yeah, Halpern had like a, the best name out, best name from both teams. Hal, yes. Halpern had a yes. goal and two assists. Whitfield he had two goals and assists. Then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good times. And it got wasted <laughs> on that. Wow. Well, enjoy the enjoy the beginning of the second round. Yes, you guys too. If we, you if you if you do watch, should um, should be back to normal time next week. Oh yeah. Yeah. So we should be okay. <laughs> I'm going to AEW tomorrow. Yeah, so that's yes, I, I know. Going to wrestling. I'm, I'm buying you a calendar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so my calendar in my uh my calendar in my um living room is still on February. Ah, that explains it. <laughs> because I refuse to change it because the Black Bears are playing really well. <laughs> there you go. Well, keep it you up February, baby. I get it. Well, keep it up in February. Let's go. All right. Alrighty. All the best, Lyle. We'll talk to you next week. See you next week, guys. Take See care. You. Peace. Bye, love. There he goes. Inspectors Hockey.net at Spectres Hockey. Johnny, some shout-outs. I'm uh, going to give a shout-out to the Mets. I'm sorry we didn't pick you guys. Um, I don't know why. I mean, we should have known around that time period that Boyd Gordon was associated with uh, Team Matt on the uh, Capitals and North Penguins, apparently, at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, sorry. Yeah. I know that Matt Bradley listens to the show. Um. I'll give a, sh- a shout out to my special lady friend. Ooh. Ooh. There you go. Yeah. Got some. Haven't seen that in a while. For tonight. And, uh. Making it happen. Let's go, baby. Starts Friday. Let's 7 go. p.m. Puck Drop Easter. Starts Friday. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get. I'm excited. Fucking go to let's go to Blaine so I can drive four hours and watch you guys. Let's go to Blaine. Let's David to Blaine. Blaine. David Blaine, make the magic happen. Ooh. Mark. Don't know what that was. Shout out. All right. Shout out to shout out to the the, the actual magic eight ball. Yes, sir. Putty's putty's Found jacket. For the first time in many years. Uh shout out to the beer from tonight. Uh I don't know what it's called. Looks like eleven rule. Eleven, I rule. <laughs> is that eleven or is that XL? It's a X X I. No, it's not a spreadsheet. It's an XI. 
So we got our food pairings, brisket with pomegranate walnut sauce and pistachio gremolata. Oh, go fuck yourself with that gremolata. Yeah, there is zero <laughs> chance they're going to let you choose your own fucking beer. <laughs> <laughs> if you paired with cheese, why would you? It would be Hook's 10-year-age cheddar. I, th- I feel like Send that's hook. pretty standard. It brings you back. Yeah. <laughs> A cigar, yeah, only because I can, I can pronounce it. Drew Estate FSG Robusto. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. And our music pairing Pearl Jam. Oni <laughs> by Darko US or Darko Us is probably Darko US because there's probably many Darkos around the world. Specifically the one in US in the US. Teenage Dirtbag. <laughs> Weed is. So there you go. There's your beer pairing for t- for tonight. All right. Um and that's I guess I'll stop there. Oh, know. you don't got nothing else? No. All right. Uh, shout out to card selling. Shout out to card buying. Shout out to them black bears. Let's fucking get it. Let's go to Blaine, baby. Let's fucking we got we went to prom. Now let's go to Blaine. Let's go to the whole dang thing. Um, and Dan. Um, shout out to warmer weather. Thank fucking Christ, we're out of this. We finally, wear just a hoodie, and it's great. Um, <laughs> it's only it. May. Yeah, it's only only May. Finally got here. Um. And shout out to uh, Greenery Day in Japan on Thursday. Happy Greenery Day to you and yours. So, take that. We're done here. For Jenny P. Mark with a C, I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been Face Off Hockey Show, part of the Face Off Hockey Show Media Faction and PodcastMonsters.com. Hey, on the socials, at FOHS Radio on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And also, Patreon.com slash Face Off Hockey Show. Give us some money. We're giving this to you for free. How about a little tipski? Um, aside from you guys should have gotten to a better industry. Good tip. Uh, We'll talk to you guys next week, hopefully at normal time. Hopefully nothing will pop up. Who's to say? Either way, stay tuned. Follow us. Subscribe. Hit that like button. uh, (laughs) And then (laughs) ring that bell for notifications. Talk to you guys next week. Peace.